2: Watch we burn down everything BDE on the TV set When I'm in control on the road You could never really know what's up next
3: Hello Hello, hello, hello Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman For Up Next, postwrestling.com Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Wherever you get your podcasts You found us
2: You have, and we are live Every Wednesday night, 10, 15 Eastern Time twitch.tv slash
3: podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Yeah, we're podcasters. We're also Twitchers. Means we we Twitch. We Twitch. Yeah, uh, we go live after NXT every Wednesday night. You already know why. Because we're NXT friends. Friends. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Doesn't matter when your NXT is... We'll, we'll always, we'll be, always here be there. For you. We'll always Absolutely. be there. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, uh, we uh, appreciate everyone uh, checking out all our other shows because we also go live Twitch every Thursday, 1 p.m., talking all about AEW Dynamite on BD Elite. You can find that on this very feed as well. We've been doing a lot of free shows for our listeners. Too many! We're spoiling you. Give yeah. them back. We did Best death match Ever oh, in, pre- yeah. in preparation for the craziest death match ever in the history of professional wrestling at AEW Revolution. <laughs> we did a show with Damian Abraham and that was uh lit as the kids would say. And uh we got a lot of great feedback on that one and go check that out if you haven't. We just did a surprise drop of the worst best movie ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, my since we posted that was it yesterday? Yeah. My Twitter's been going crazy. People love this movie. Everybody chill. Everybody needs to chill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. That's right. We've been doing all Batman reviews. Uh, We did uh, all of them. Uh, And we got to what some is like WrestleMania to some because we finally talked about Batman and Robin. Arnold Schwarzenegger with 27 ice puns. That's just 27 from Arnold. I I feel Dark Knight is going to be a popular one. And everyone, as soon as we announce, like, we're doing...
2: The Batman films, I'm sure people are like, oh yeah, Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, the Joker, all that. But secretly in the back of everyone's mind, (laughs) everyone was actually going, yeah. Batman and Robin, Arnie, Mister Freeze, puns, George
3: Clooney, oh boy, Batnips, yeah. So go listen to us talk about Batnips, Batgirl, Bane, Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy, all that stuff. Rubber lips, rubber lips <laughs> uh, are immune to your charms. All the great Batman and Robin nostalgia. We're '90s kids. We've we've obviously mentioned that, and I I remember being. We talk about the toys and going mm. to see it in theaters, like. We're all about the, the Batman here. So go check out all our Batman reviews. Again, free on this very feed. So all the free shows, including Deep Impact that you've been covering, di- sorry, I almost called it Dynamite, um, where you cover Impact,
2: obviously. Yeah, we'll probably talk a bit about the news coming out of that on tomorrow's BD Elite, because yeah.
3: uh, it will be related uh, to AEW. We did a AEW Revolution watch-along. Join us for all the pay-per-views and stuff, watch-alongs again on Twitch. Mm. And we decided to do a post-show for Revolution. We put up the podcast on the Patreon, but uh, our, our reaction vid got quite uh, a reaction this week, including <laughs> yourself screaming. And it's the uh, not-so-explosive barbed wire deathmatch. Fu- like, we've all watched it back a few times now. And
2: what gets me is the the pause after it happening to the actual laughter. Because it's like it took us all a second to really take in what we saw and just in our heads go, all that build to this. <laughs> it definitely wasn't an immediate laugh. It was just like a
3: whoa <laughs> yeah definitely uh well we talked about that we gave our our, our reviews on that and maybe we'll talk more but yeah i'd say just uh, out of out of the gate we'll, we'll talk more about the revolution fallout and reactions to that tomorrow but uh it's i think it's just an iconic moment in wrestling oh it that it's never, shock master yeah level, it's, it? it's literally shock master level because it's gonna be like known for if AEW goes on and continues to be this great company for years and becomes like even a a smidge closer to the WWE level Mm. that WWE's at and ratings go up. That's what I want from AEW. It'll always be remembered. And if AEW were to close up shop in the next three years, it'll always be remembered.
2: If if DVDs were still a thing, this would be the the death of (laughs) AEW, the picture, wouldn't it? Right, yeah. Uh, The front cover. Um, I just hope Eddie Kingston's okay. I hope he's okay. I can't (laughs) wait to watch it. Um, shout out Dickie Bird, our world yeah. champion patron who joined us for the watch along. Uh, if you are a world champion, uh, you're always invited to join us for these watch alongs. Um, we
3: even had him on afterwards for, uh, like our, for the post show. Yeah. yeah.
2: And he told me that he went back and rewatched the entire stream because he said, uh, he was a little drunk and there were, there were gaps in right. his
3: evening. Right. He didn't remember. Um,
2: I said, that sounds awful. I'd hate to watch myself back i hate listening to myself back yeah um but yeah richard was great on the show uh sino obviously shot in the dark which dropped today go check it out it's on this very feed um sino joined us as
3: well it was maybe one of the most fun watch longs we've done i I think think so again the the whole i was not a big fan of AEW revolution i didn't really like a lot of the stuff on that show uh but the the the, mo- the moment of the the letdown was like just the reactions and doing a whole w- doing watch-alongs is really fun in this pandemic era we can't we can't hang out with you guys at shows and travel and and make friends but we can do it online virtually and that's what the twitch uh so shout out everyone who joined us for these watch logs because the numbers keep going up and up and it's so much fun and yeah, it's we we all hung out and watched this all at, at at a time. It was like all of us hanging out wherever you were, and we all watched it at once. And everyone in the in the chat, uh, ev- us in the video, we're it's just it was so funny. It was so <laughs> we love watching wrestling because it's like technical wrestling. And oh, what's you know what are we when we do raw twitch and gaming sometimes like what's Alexa Bliss gonna do? No, no, yeah. no. This this was not to see a technical match. It's, was, it's watching us all get so excited because that that
2: music's building up. You've got that siren going off. Yeah. The clock's going down. Eddie's running out. <laughs> we're all just going like, you see us literally on the edge of our seats. Yeah. And it's just the, oh. Anyway, I we've <laughs> talked about this. I could keep
3: talking about yeah, this moment. I think we will tomorrow. <laughs> um, I definitely want to go out of it. Listen to Shot in the Dark, John Cena. He's covered uh, AEW Dark. Uh, he will be talking about AEW Dark Evelation? No. Evo- ev- uh, elevation. Elevation. Right? Yes. Elevation. Elevation. Because the big show's on. Yeah. It. yeah. Uh, so, Shot in the Dark, John Cena covers everything in like 10 to 15 minutes of all this stuff, including NXT UK, which had a banging match with uh, Miko Santamora and Kaylee Ray. I mm. checked it out. And I thought it was awesome. Uh, I'm a little upset uh, Miko lost because I'm just like, ah, oh, I would have just instantly like done something. But I, it, it builds Kaylee Ray stock, so it does. But
2: it's, it's weird. It's bad booking, I think. Um, no matter how good the match is, Mako's had one match, I believe, in NXT UK so far, right. and then is right in the main event, the biggest match you could possibly do in that um, with that roster. Yeah, and you've burnt it. You've done it already. Yeah, it's weird. You could you could have had a big build and then. Yeah, like have Mako go through the whole division and get to Kaylee Ray. And then if Kaylee Ray wins, that's awesome. It's, it's giving even more stock to her. But basically you've brought in Mako, who's this woman who didn't win the Mae Young Classic, has beaten one jobber on NXT UK and now loses to the champion. I just feel kind of you, you lose that luster of it. I thought so. So think when, when Volta came on Survivor Series and everyone was like, what have you done? This is your, protected monster and i i really think
3: um S- uh, should be like the vaulter of the women's division yeah definitely i i, I was a little shocked at the ending i went really mm-hmm. but I, I really enjoyed the match and yeah. i'd say check it out uh, and and again sino covers all the other shows new japan strong all that stuff on shot in the dark it's free on this feed uh, all the shows here on this feed um i know that we um we're doing a show for the patreon Mm. This this month or not this month, but this week, actually, it's coming out on Friday, I believe. And it is a up yours where it's featuring New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Super J Cup 1994, which I'm super excited about. Uh, world champ patron Jake from the Windy City has chosen what some would say the greatest single night of wrestling single night tournament single night wrestling. tournament yes. of wrestling in a in a night so uh, it's it's pretty popular yeah I finished watching it today really good show
2: uh, you can definitely all, all the matches are out there uh, new japan world you, you can find
3: all the yeah. matches really easily um should be a good show this 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 one match i watched uh, i've seen it before but one match be- i watched with uh, black tiger versus uh this i don't know this guy called Pe- wild pegasus oh, kid yeah, it was pretty it was pretty interesting <laughs> Um, Yeah, so go check that out. Super Jacob is going to be out. We're going to be reviewing that and talking about that on Friday on the Patreon as well. And we're going from Batman, but on the Patreon, we're doing another up yours Mm. because it's totally different from wrestling, but it mixes in with comic books and it's Spider-Man.
2: Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Kind of cool timing with um, all the like WandaVision just wrapping up, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier just about to start. Um, And the whole idea of the multiverse seems to be going to be a prominent part of the MCU in the the current phase moving forward, obviously with the Doctor Strange film and Charbel, the chosen one, has chosen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which covers that whole multiverse idea. Um saw this one in the theaters, loved it, can't wait to talk about it again.
3: Yeah, uh 5 bucks a month North American tier gets you access to all the podcasts we put out including those two shows and all these other shows, but if you if you're crazy, if you're a big fan of the BDE, you can be a world champ and you can uh, like we mentioned come on for the watch alongs or pick things and join us for mm-hmm. reviews such as Jake and Charbell are doing with us this week. So lots of different shows, so many different shows, but check it out. Patreon.com/slash up next. And I'm gonna promo it now because a week from tonight is St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And uh I'm I need to we need to celebrate my Irish heritage. It's we're also celebrating a year
2: since first lockdown.
3: Oh. <laughs> Well, I thought we would get into more of a St. Patrick's Day. I- I'm feeling lucky. Okay. So I thought, why don't we do a review? And we're going to release it. Uh, maybe I'll, We're going to record it a few days before St. Patrick's Day. So maybe I'm going to release it. But by the time you hear uh, up next, next week, it'll be out on the Patreon. Mm. But we're going to be joined by John Sino, again, from Shot in the Dark, uh, and from ZombiePod, because he's the horror expert. We're going to be doing a St. Patrick's Day celebration by reviewing Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Leprechaun. The movie, the horror movie about a leprechaun with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Can't wait. Never seen it. Yeah. It's got, we should just watch all of them and watch Why Leprechaun not? in the Get Hood. Get to Hornswoggle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. True. It's, it's all it's all linear because Hornswoggle shows up. So that's also a show that's coming out on the Patreon as well. So that should be fun talking about some retro cheesy horror movie there. Uh, so so many shows.
2: Yeah. And once again, sign up to the Twitch, twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Um, Every Friday at 6.30, John Sino and Mike Hogan take you to the movies. They've been talking all about One WandaVision. Uh, they're talking about all the films that are being hyped up for awards season. Uh, so if you're free on your Friday night, go check out the Twitch stream. Yeah, we uh, tend to stay on and watch SmackDown after and sometimes pitch some watch longs or we play Jackbox last week. It's nice hanging out on a Friday
3: night. There's not much else to do. No. <laughs> I know. Here in Canada, it seems like Mr. Justin Trudeau is always telling us like, yeah, we're getting these new vaccines and then I see everyone in the states like, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. I'm like, god oh, man, like I want to I'm I want to go out. I want to do stuff. So all we can do is is hang hang around and and do all these Twitch streams and again, uh since we we were podcasting before this, we're going to podcast even more. So that's why we have so many shows coming out. So all the stuff, look up all our shows again on the free feed, all the stuff, whatever podcast app you're using, Apple podcast users, give us a little, uh, I don't know, nice message on the app. Nice. Write a nice review about us. Yeah. Yeah. I need the Apple podcast people. We need to shed that creepy vibe we've got. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said I was creepy because I said Shotzi Blackheart was hot. Am I creepy? No. I'm a realist. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so uh, go check that out as well. Do that for us. But uh, also Twitter, Instagram, at Up Next Podcast for all the shows that we do. And uh, yeah, we do so much. We do. But we can get into some some real wrestling news. Because the biggest news of wrestling is not an explosion gone wrong. Mm. The biggest news in wrestling is Randy Orton versus Soldier Boy. Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I, like, the where i am yeah. this looks like soldier boy grasping at attention <laughs> yeah okay. because i'm glad you noticed okay, that okay because normally we're in the wrestling world and we hip hop is way way bigger than wrestling i'm aware of that i'm a wrestling fan i'm not particularly a hip hop fan and normally i'm used to watching wwe and wwe going hi look at me we're we're relevant as well yeah this feels completely the other way around has soldier boy done anything uh, since he wind look. it cranked it superman that <laughs> hoe has he done anything since then
3: <gasps> oh, i can't believe you did that. i love that someone clipped that <laughs> <laughs> uh, look i know soldier boy also has some some shit going on in his life i, I am not a soldier boy i can't say i'm a soldier soldier boy fan. the best thing about soldier boy was the the crank that realistically yeah. he hasn't really done anything but He's gone in the Twitter spat with Randy Orton, and they got he he went on his Twitch and was like just going off. He says. Randy Orton, I don't even know who you are. I liked wrestling when it was good, like John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Batista. I'm like, bro, that is that's, <laughs> that's, that's Orton Zero. How did you not watch
2: Randy Orton? Uh, did
3: yeah. he just
2: watch SmackDown or something?
3: I guess he maybe. didn't see Randy on Raw. There, he was more no, a Smack. You think SmackDown Soldier Boy was a SmackDown Six Height kind of guy? <laughs> <laughs> you look, yeah, I think maybe he was into the wrestling, right? Yeah uh yeah just interesting i i don't i hope that's not a thing i want this to not be i I like my hip hop
2: just do the whole of wrestlemania you'll have it can't be lacy but you'll have someone against cardi b got bad bunny against miz got soldier boy versus um randy (laughs) who else could you have Uh, mgk is always getting involved
3: Ah, yeah. I know, I know, I, uh, I mentioned on the Revolution show that the West Side Guns got the Buffalo Kids and they're, he's more of an AEW kind of guy. Okay. He's got a song called The Butcher and the Blade. Right. And then he's got a song called The Lucha Bros. So he, right. he's more of an AEW kind of guy. He's someone I would show up there. Snoop Dogg just does whatever he wants. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. I just, I like, I like my hip hop. I like my wrestling. But hip hop these days is a lot different, and Soldier Boy is not necessarily one of those old school guys. He's someone who definitely seems like he's he's going for attention a lot of the time, right. and he's not that relevant mm. anymore. Uh, so I, I'm not am not saying I really want Randy Orton versus Soldier Boy. What about Randy Orton versus Piers Morgan?
0: <laughs> he needs a
3: new job now. Uh, Piers versus who would be good against Piers? Uh, well, it's be a promo off. Be like Jericho. Derrick will get him. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about Meghan Markle.
2: That would be quite an interesting debate because I'm sure have very both have very different views on very different things. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they're both wrong. It'd be, it'd be a car crash. <laughs> Piers is a weird one, because I really I actually agree with him on a lot of things, but then when I don't agree with him, I strongly disagree right. and think he's a prick. Mm. But he's he's had good opinions on some things, like you know, gun control, the NHS, things like that in the past. Right. But
3: he, I think he's way off. I know this is a wrestling podcast, but uh, you are British. So did, what's going on? I did with, watch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. What's going on with the... I like just I, like the memes. The yeah. memes are the greatest.
2: Oh, I completely support them. Yeah. I completely get it. Even before this interview, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. You were a kid and you saw what happened to your mom due to right. this lifestyle, due to the media. That's how and I see seeing it. seeing it happen to the woman you love. Like... Yeah, get out of there. And it, it seems from the way they spoke, like get out, get out. <laughs> but it, what was interesting to me it was it was really pulling back the curtain to like Buckingham Palace, right? And it seemed from the way they were speaking, they weren't really blaming the the Queen. The Queen's just like the figurehead, like yeah. But it seemed to be just the the actual institution, the way it's run and all that. I found it fascinating.
3: Yeah, I, what was who's the prince or whatever if he's a prince that did the interview where he talks about sweat? Andrew. Prince Andrew. Yeah. People got more worked up with that Meghan Markle's revealing too much about the monarchy and stuff mm. than that guy yeah. who was instantly revealing to the world that he was a guilty man and mm. what he had been accused of. So, that's just me as a Canadian. As a Canadian, prince Di- Princess Diana was such a huge worldwide like like person Mm. and then like her story being shown like you couldn't help like be like rooting for her essentially and now it feels like it's translated down to to these two and i'm just it's it's not something i'm usually giving two shits about but i'm like oh
2: no i i find it yeah yeah i i'm not overly interested in the royal family or celebrity culture but i think it's i think it's just a fascinating
3: story really and which is still continuing yeah it's 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 strange it's like there's so many things you could say but like the the family that the the the, whole, the racism thing is so fucking so stupid just mm. ridiculous whereas there's so much about it uh, does that mean here in canada that, that maybe we we don't have the queen's face on our on our do- dollar bill anymore on our five is it five dollars i mean no because you're still she's still like the ruler right I thought I would somehow get Bret Hart on there. Say,
1: but,
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess I was wrong. Uh, I know we were talking about um, hip hop briefly as well, but Eminem, the world tried to cancel this week. Right. I don't know if you saw that, but like young kids realized they, they looked up Eminem lyrics and mm. were like, oh, he needs to be canceled. So they tried canceling it. What I found funny is they did the
2: laziest search to cancel. They did what? Love the way you lie. Isn't it? Okay. I'm going to tie her to the bed and set the house on fire. That line. That's the one? That's the line. And what? I'm like, have you not heard Kim? <laughs> yeah, wait, Kim is the worst. Kim is the worst one. <laughs> Kim is Kim's definitely... really bad. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, but you're, Yeah. And the whole music video is like
3: kind of based around that line as well, if I remember right. All I know is he put out a song and it sucked so bad. So I was like, M, just just disappear, bro. Like, just stop. Em <laughs> I, 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 used to be the guy, and he he has not been for a long time. But I just found found it weird that of all people, they're like, we're gonna cancel this white guy, Eminem, because he's doing like this. I'm just like, what? Like, I I don't understand. The lyrics are are hip hop, and they're they're using them like lyrics against him.
2: It, it's really hard when it comes to art right because this isn't if this is something he says in an interview when asked about his relationship with his wife or girlfriend or whatever i can't remember his status and he went well if she ever leaves me i'm gonna tie her to the bed and set the house on fire yeah that's (laughs) fucked but it's no different that i see it than writing lines in a film you know like lines that you wouldn't say but it's It's, it's needed for the story. It doesn't mean the actor is a bad person or the writer is a bad person, but they're, they're showing you the, the reality of the world and some of it's harsh. I find it, yeah, it, it's same when it comes to stand up comedy and things like that. It's very, very, um,
3: fine line I think. yeah look i I'm, I'm not a big like i mentioned m hasn't made music i've been into for a very very long time but back in the day m m show the first two lps or whatever they're fantastic bodies of work and yeah it's it's an art form it's mm. like that's like in wrestling like triple h and the stephanie mcmahon that wasn't real like it was it was made yeah. up and that's the same thing with like lyrics i just we shouldn't cancel randy
2: Orton because he set a man on fire yeah murdered a man live on TV. exactly like it's it's weird. It's di- it's difficult, yeah.
3: Like the Pepe Le Pew thing. I'm like, ah, I can see, I could see.
2: I haven't really looked too much I into that one. I could see
3: it. I could mm. see why that's probably a good idea to just maybe don't go forward with that character. But I know a lot of people are like, well, it's like, uh there's, the cancel culture is this whole thing, but like there there needs to be some sort of... There's a difference. There's yeah.
2: There's just cancelling stuff willy-nilly and then there's accountability and making yeah. people pay for wrong shit they've done. I don't think writing a lyric in your song about a fucked up relationship, because that's what the whole song's about from both yeah. sides, the girl and the guy, I don't think that's... I don't think that makes you an awful person who... I'm gonna go, I don't want anything to do with you anymore.
3: Right. I, I just know, I watched, there's a new Biggie doc on Netflix, and I thought it was okay. P. Diddy's on it and stuff, but there's a song with, with Biggie and M that I'm a big fan of, Dead Wrong. I'm like, you could cancel him from those lyrics mm. right away, but they're lyrics. They're mm. not, it's, it's fake. It's not real. Like that's, yeah. I always compare hip hop to wrestling. It's very similar. They're always playing characters. They're saying weird, outlandish shit, mm. and they're trying to get over. They're trying to be the champ. That's what it is. And it's all about money. It's like, that's why Ric Flair is the, The drip. That's that's why. Uh so that was that's what's been going on. There's so much other stuff. So hip hop,
2: check. The monarchy, check. Yeah, cancel culture.
3: This is why you check you come to this podcast. Yeah. For all that stuff. No, you don't come here for NXT because there's nothing going on. Oh Oh, yeah, there's NXT tonight. There was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. The landscape is going to change. Forever. Forever. Ever oh yeah! On NXT, let's get into some NXT. Thanks for uh, letting us rant. Let's go to NXT from March tenth, two thousand twenty-one, and we go to the landscape changing. Mm-hmm. William Regal, he's he he's in the middle of the ring, and he says, uh, "I got a story to tell." Basically, he points to the Tron, and a video plays of the history of NXT seven years ago. A revolution shows people like the Four Horsewomen. Nakamura, Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, all the people here. (laughs) And from London to L.A., Toronto to New York, War Games to In Your House, we take over. And NXT always delivers. So it's a takeover so big that it needs two nights. That's right. Takeover, stand and deliver. Night one will be on NXT USA, 8 p.m., in like, what, three weeks, four weeks? Um, So then the second night on a Thursday. So watch NXT on a Wednesday night. Then the next night is a takeover. Yeah. Whoa. Uh,
2: It's, I mean, this is what had been rumored all week. Uh, I think it's great. I think it makes the kind of whole WrestleMania week feel special. Um, Just, I think the way everything's falling with... WrestleMania being two nights this year, SmackDown obviously being on the Friday, with the go-home show being the night before anyway, you might as well make it a two-night thing. You might as well make that go-home show an event itself and even more special. I love this video as well, as Fire Frank put in the Twitch chat, chat. we got a Kona sighting. Because he's one of the, br- from this, the revolution. He was, no, he was in it.
3: the crowd cheering. Oh, oh. <laughs> but he's part of the revolution. It yeah, it counts. It Kona. So it was a code. Kona a sighting. Kona sighting yeah. Whoa. Kona sighting yeah. here on NXT. Uh, I liked this video that they showed and then they announced, yes. First night, Wednesday, April 7th, live on USA. And then night two, the eighth will be exclusively on Peacock.
2: Yeah. Um I assume that just means for the US. I mm. assume that, means we'll just get it on the network nah, like normal. we don't get it. But it. I did find it weird that they didn't say exclusively on Peacock in the US and the WWE Network, mm. the rest of the world. But I get that they're trying to... it This migration thing, like getting everyone to sign up again is going to be difficult. So I, I assume they're just trying to hit you over the head with Peacock, 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 yeah. if you're in the US. But it d- does leave us in Canada... Scratching our heads a bit. High and dry. We've only just got, like, the show on, in Canada. Yeah, so. we started
3: watching uh in Canadian ways now. Yeah. Like, actual uh Canadian commercials. Picture-in-picture. For- I do like seeing the Wayne's World Uber Eats commercials, mm. but, yeah. And hockey commercials, because that's what we get in Canada. But, uh yeah. So, Peacock is going to be the second night. NXT Stand and Deliver. Mm. Cool name, I guess. I keep thinking uh sign seal delivered so it's, <laughs> stand NXT, and deliver. it's nxt takeover stand and deliver um yeah so two nights uh which we kind of alluded i think finn balor kind of teased it uh, letting the cat out the bag i guess when they were coming up with this because we mentioned it a few weeks ago he he wanted to do a title defense
2: on takeover and then one at mania okay. i believe but kind of gave the idea of a A two-night thing. Well, I think And the way the storytelling's going after tonight, I wouldn't be surprised if we get uh well, we'll go into that
3: later. Yeah, we'll get to that definitely. But yeah, that's the big news here. Uh so there's a lot of shows going on that week, realistically. That's WrestleMania week. WrestleMania has two nights, Takeover has two nights, there's a (laughs) Hall of Fame, there's a Raw, there's a SmackDown, there's a post-wrestling podcast day. Oh yeah. Some shows I just mentioned are bigger than the other and more way more important. But yeah, there's so many shows to do that.
2: A whole week. I don't, it's kind of thrown a spanner in the works for our WrestleMania game. Details still to come. Ah, yeah, we just don't need to do it.
3: We don't need to do it. I'll just keep the title. It's yeah, fine. Chris, sorry. You won the Rumble? Too bad. Mania's cancelled. Yeah. You have to create your own title now, Chris. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. We can wait till uh, SummerSlam. I'll, I can keep that title nice and shiny. Uh, yes, that means the BDE Games show that we had scheduled, uh, we kind of tried to need to find a, a spot for it. Yeah, it was meant to be that Thursday night. It was, and then NXT saw how well our Rumble game did on Twitch. Yeah. The numbers w- were in, and they were like, fuck, we need to go on Thursday." It was unprecedented, the numbers. It was, it yeah. was. <laughs> it was almost like NXT ratings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're going to have to figure out when we do our game. So let us know, guys, because we, we want to be able to do it where everyone can join in, because uh, we have planned WrestleMania this Saturday. I think we're doing a... Uh, up next, birthday party tailgate for WrestleMania, oh, yeah. uh, I believe. So, looking forward to that. We have that planned. All the stuff, but uh, at Up Next podcast for all the details. Let us know if you're if you're interested in watching, being a sp- spectator for this Up Next games WrestleMania. We're trying to figure out where we can slot it, and uh, might be after Mania. Might yeah, we easier. might have to book it just the week after. Yeah, realistically, so. Hopefully uh we can we can get away with that. So we we'll, we will stand and deliver. We will. We will. But NXT will do that as well. So two nights, one message. We stand and deliver. And it cuts back to William Regal. He's in the middle of the ring and he says, "Can't wait for this two-night takeover." But then like the camera turns and all the women of NXT are on the like rampway. Everyone's lined up. Literally all of them.
2: So all the new performance center signees as well. And there's a lot of women yeah, there is.
3: This mm. is a huge roster, and William Regal says that you all have been special, and you prove it every night. And he 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 invites the Dusty Cup winners Raquel and Dakota, the first ever women's Dusty Classic winners. He says, uh, "NXT, you you guys you guys prove that you are the best here," referring to these two, and says that the NXT team decide to make a decision before WWE allowed them to cape Mm was he says that you guys were the winners so tonight going forward you will be the new nxt women's champions as he reveals yes the nxt women tag team championships he hands them to them dakota and raquel are gifted the titles here they celebrate the the all the ladies in the ramp uh chant you deserve it they clap no one's jealous they just clap and smile and uh yeah well first of all so that's the that's the second big announcement here yeah again i thought i
2: think we all kind of assumed this would be the case i've actually got no problem with them just being given the title because they did earn it they won a whole tournament essentially being better than all the other women in nxt and they got screwed out of the, the women's tag titles last week. So I didn't really have a problem with them just being handed it here. Um, I think the, the visual of having all the women on the ramp kind of was good for me because it, it made me realize, okay, you do have a deep enough roster. I know Impact have recently added the, uh, knockouts tag titles. And the problem is, Like, I like their women's division, but it's not huge. And to have a tag division, you need, you know, at at least six women, really, to make it some kind of interest. So you've got all the different combinations. And then it takes people away from your main event scene. But you look at all the women here, you can easily have a tag division and a women's singles division going at the same time. And I also hope some of these performance centre women, maybe they try and have them be a tag team before we ever see them on TV. So they come in as this new tag team, like an Ever-Rise, for example, but for the women.
3: Yeah, no, it it, it made sense. It seems like maybe they had thought of it too late for the Dusty thing. Like maybe they should have just done it then and there. Yeah, I wonder if there was a bit of a change in
2: mindset. Maybe they were going to win the tag titles last week and then decided actually we've got other plans for Nia and Shayna and we need to keep those titles on them. So then they were like, well, what the fuck? Because otherwise it would have made sense. Like we've seen with the men's before. You win the, the Dusty Classic and you you win the title.
3: Yeah, that that makes more sense. Mm. It seems like they were just... They should have thought of it when the Dusty Cup yeah. happened. But
2: It probably... They probably had it all planned. And then Vinnie Mac was like... That's what he means. Actually... N-
3: NXT decided to make a decision
2: is what he said. This team of Lana and Naomi. Wow. <laughs> well, we can't have Shayna and Nye lose the titles because... Got to give Nia sorry Lana and Naomi a
3: chance. Bless Lana coming out when during the rave music. Yeah, just it's dancing. It's great. It's the best Lana's done <laughs> since ever. Um, so yeah. So uh, as Raquel and Dakota celebrate here, uh, the the women on the ramp are clapping, and then Dakota's like, "Yeah, hey, you got, you see us? We we beat you all, all of you. <laughs> we beat you. Yeah, that's right. That's right." Um, and <laughs> Then then out comes Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Raquel also says, we're going to carry these for a very, Uh, very long time. Oh, she jinxes it. Oh, no. So here comes Ember and Shotzi and they say, hey, nice titles. Those look great, but we want a shot. Give us a shot. You want to be fighting champions? Let's go. So William Regal goes, well, you're making my job easy for me tonight. That match is happening tonight. Tag titles on the line, so Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart challenging Raquel and Dakota. A great, great opening, I
2: thought, giving the two big announcements right off the bat, and then just stacking this
3: card tonight—three title matches. Yeah, realistically, three title matches here tonight. We go to the first of them. Well, first of all, I I did like William Regal's announcement. I kind of know, obviously, the internet and stuff kind of hinted at both of these surprises. Yeah. That's the thing of being a wrestling fan anymore. You can't really, it's hard to be so su- surprised because everything kind of leaks out and stuff. Uh, not that we, you try to dig it out, mm. but people just share all the stuff, but. Uh, I'm I'm happy that we're seeing a two night takeover, and I'm happy to see the women's tag team titles. Here. Yeah, it's it's the best women's division out there. So yeah, why not? Like you've got men's tag titles, why not have women's if you're not going to have the main roster? The the give shot it to us, yeah, the shot of all of them on the ramp. You're like, oh, it's so deep, it's so talented. There's so many talented women there. I I can't wait. It seems like they're doing a big focus on Zoe Starks as is it Starks or Stark Stark
2: Stark. Uh, she was right at the front of this line of women yeah. where. Most of the newer kind of PC people were towards the back. And you had your familiar faces, your Candice, your uh, EOs, your, um, sorry, like, Indy and all that. But Zoe Stark was right at the front. So I think they've got big plans for her. And obviously, we do see a video package
3: later. Actually, it's either Raquel or Dakota who goes, we beat you all. And Stark goes, well, actually, you didn't beat me. Like, she says that. And she says, well, we would have beat you anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we do go to a women's match next, which is the title on the line, the champion, Io Shirai, defending against Tony Storm. And well, a big part of this is when Io Shirai comes down to the ring, making her entrance, Raquel and Dakota are leaving, and there's Raquel who just stops and stares hmm. at Io Shirai and the women's <laughs> championship. So a little. We should say
2: as well, the, the women's tag titles are identical to the men's, but just with the white strap. Yeah, it looks cool. It makes me wonder if they're going to change the strap of the women's title as well, maybe.
3: Yeah, they could To do have it. it uniform throughout the whole company. Yeah, true. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. With the white. So... Eo Shirai versus Tony Storm, women's championship on the line. Both of them looking like a big fight feel here. Intros oh, yeah. and everything in the ring. Uh, great gear from, from both of them. And then we get it going. And Eo Shirai instantly, after a bunch of drop downs, gets the like double knees into the corner and then does like the Matrix special to block one of Tony's clotheslines. Uh, we have a commercial break where Tony now is in control, but when we come back, there's Eo Shirai who fights back the flying springboard drop kick. No one does it like Eo. There's then a superplex from Tony. EO goes for the Matrix again, but it's one too many times as Tony scouts it and, like, elbow drops are her here. They're fighting on the ent- uh, on the ramp—sorry, uh, on the apron. And Tony goes for the Tiger Driver, the, the, the Storm Zero, but it's blocked into a backdrop. I thought it was going to be, like— Cody Rhodes and Penta on the apron in the ladder match at Revolution. Oof. (laughs) She's going for a... Can destroy her on the ramp. (laughs) Yeah, on the ladder. Uh, So Io sends Tony to the outside off this bump on the apron and then hits the Orihara moonsault. Looks beautiful. They get in the ring, but Tony counters with a seated seated senton with a powerbomb here for a near fall. Eo and Tony both to their feet, exchanging strikes, and Eo just goes into the next level with not one Shote palm strike, but like multiple Kyle O'Reilly style with just the Shote after Shote. And then locks in the crossface, and Tony is like squirming, trying to get out of it. Eventually she does, but ends up in the turnbuckle and is hit with the bullet train, on knees. sets her up for the moonsault, but she gets out of the way, hits the Storm Zero on Eo Shirai, but Io kicks out at a 2.9. Tony doesn't know what to do, so she goes up top for her flying headbutt, but in midair, Io rolls out of the way as Tony's head bounces. Io locks in the crossface again, and she is, like, wrenching hmm. this, this crossface, and Tony is in the middle of the ring, nowhere to go, and taps out. Io Shirai retains the women's title. Uh, I, This was the right move. I really
2: think Io should have won this. I felt this Tony feud was just a way of... EO to kind of erase that blemish in her like history in WWE because her only real big loss was against Tony um, I kind of said last week that this really needs to deliver for me um, to for Tony to prove herself it didn't quite do that it wasn't a bad match it was a fine match but really didn't reach that extra gear uh, for me um, I like that Shirai is starting to introduce a submission as well. Like she's Um,
3: done it, but she never won by it. Yeah, I
2: I always like that when you start seeing like wrestlers add different finishes to their move, whether it be like a striking move or a submission or whatever. Um, I think especially, obviously spoiling going ahead a bit, we're going to go to the Raquel match. I think you need as many kind of weapons to go up against someone like Raquel because she's so much bigger than Io. Um, So I think that was smart introducing this move as a as a killer tonight. right yeah to make
3: someone tap out a yeah submission move here yeah I, I i thought it was okay i i remember their may young classic one so that's where tony beat eo right mm. so now eo has officially beaten tony got that yeah. win back got that w and proved to tony i i thought it was okay i kind of agreed like it didn't get to the next eo eo is capable of having great matches with everyone. And I feel like you, this wasn't a bad match by any means. It just wasn't, like, my match of the night. It wasn't something that, like, blew me away. Yeah, and I didn't feel
2: it built enough to the the kick out of the Storm Zero. Um, like, it's a kick out of a finisher, so right. it, it should be a big moment, but just it didn't feel
3: earned for me, really. I, I think Io Shirai is great. I, I always mention she's my favorite, and she always, like, all her moves look so clean mm. she's like a i i didn't expect tony to walk out of mm. as, as champion at all and i knew eo had they have bigger plans for some yep. sort of match that we will get to more later on but uh <laughs> yeah um eo shirai the genius of the sky you know she gets me high she does it's a haiku i think i don't know no was it <laughs> i don't i so. don't think that's me <laughs> i'm the genius she's the genius of the sky i'm the genius of the I high i can't remember the syllable yeah, like rules. It's a little poem about Eoshi yeah. and me. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. We go to Finn Balor backstage. He says, Finn. 575. Sorry, everyone in the Twitch room is going off. What's 575? Five, five? Haiku, the
2: syllables. So, I don't even want to try. Come back with a sonnet next week. What's a sonnet?
3: Well, look it up. Come right. back to me next week with a sonnet. What's That's got to be some sort of like poem, though. Eoshi. Io- uh, what's a sonnet then? Like- a sonnet's a bit longer. Oh. Sonnets are what Shakespeare wrote. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: I could write a sonnet about you. Yeah, do it. No. Present it to us. Present it Behind to the Behind the BDE. <laughs> yeah, that's a hook. Uh, so we go to... You'd be surprised. Way's <laughs> like frothing at the mouth. Finn Balor is backstage. He says that Finn Balor, Adam Cole, two of the biggest names in wrestling right now in NXT... And there's, there's no, there's no man, there's no refs to hold you back. There's no, there's no friends to hold you back. You're a one man act and there's no one to back you up. So there's no blindsides, no cheap shots, just face to face. And I will beat you and I will beat you and keep my NXT championship. So, uh, making it known that he's not letting Adam Cole walk away champ tonight.
2: Finn looks so kind of intense these days. He looks quite rough as well and it's it's a good thing but he does look very intimidating here and his promos are just so much better than they used to be
3: no 100 percent, yeah definitely
2: uh, i, I this, love this whole nxt run it's been what a year now yeah it's been no over that i
3: guess it's been great for him i think definitely he comes across very good as a ch- solid champion i would say we go to la knight yeah backstage he says spoiler alert next week if anyone can step up to me I'll make my debut, but he is attacked by Bronson Reed because if you remember, he got in- involved in Bronson's match. So Bronson wants some revenge, and Bronson looks pissed here. He looks very aggressive, trying to beat the hell out of him. They're separated apart, and says, "Good luck on your debut," and kind of smiles. So I imagine that he is the one who is chosen to go up against uh, LA Knight next week. I guess, yeah. So is it? Did they even announce it? LA Knight? They just said he's debuting. It just said
2: LA Knight in action yeah. next week, but. I think they've said that before. Okay, so I have a feeling we're not going to see him wrestle for a while. Well, he
3: keeps saying, "I'm." It's my. It's on. I choose when I want to wrestle.
2: Yeah, I, right. I think we're getting that kind of gimmick. We've seen before with didn't even Marie do it for a while, and I think uh, Emma, I think did it for a while when they kind of come out and the yeah, not tonight. Fandango did it as well. I definitely see that's the gimmick. Um, this guy, his kind of talent is the is the speaking right so i i think we're gonna get a load more promos from him where he comes out and it's like ah not tonight no, i
3: don't want to wrestle nah, I'm, I'm good tonight i don't feel like it yeah yeah dummy so we go to a next match which is jake atlas in the ring now i could be wrong this is not the same theme song you can't fool me jake No, atlas. It's a, he's, he's changed it's a it's different changed. it's yeah. a different theme
2: yeah listen to shot in the dark
3: <laughs> yeah, I did. But I, for, I think we haven't seen Jake in so long. With been, the he's entrance. been on 205 for a while, right. I feel. We haven't had...
2: Yeah, and he's not had an entrance.
3: We've seen him wrestle, yeah. but he hasn't had an entrance. He's so I completely forgot. And I was like, oh, it's Jake. And, wait a second. What is that? That's not his... What? Yeah. So his theme is no more. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You see Jim Johnson talking shit about uh, WWE themes? No, but rightfully so they're terrible right now that's what he said he said I, 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 he said that they they all sound like the same and they sound like shit the, the new <laughs> ones absolutely do um, you could play
2: me like Bailey Seth Rollins and Johnny Gargano's theme it's the same theme I think
3: wow we have got like a,
2: ooh at the beginning and then
3: rum, 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 something the guitars metal yeah. yeah yeah I I mean one of the best concerts we've ever seen is Jim Johnson it, it was fantastic <laughs> Uh, hands down
2: <laughs> just bring back cfos just you've got a lot of money pay them. you've forgiven worse people
3: before for whatever falling out you've had just bring them back they if, made bangers if jungle boy can come out to baltimore tarzan boy anything should be possible in the world of yeah. wrestling just saying just saying just there's got to be money involved i guess yeah yeah well Jake Atlas doesn't have the theme song, and I already knew he was doomed. As soon as you come out to whatever theme that was, I was like, nah, nah fam. That ain't <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't it. Well, Jake Atlas is going up against Pete Dunn. I like his his music's alright. So it's more just guitar. Dun, 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 it's dun, more just isn't it? yeah, it's it's just guitar. But if it's I guess he's he's mean. Pete Dunn versus Jake Atlas, and instantly I was kind of like, hey, this sounds pretty pretty great. I like both of these guys. I think they're both really talented wrestlers. Uh, unfortunately for Jake Atlas, uh, Pete Dunn kind of makes light work of him here, but Jake gets some offense in. There, there's some technical back and forth. Uh, Pete Dunn definitely <laughs> working every part of Atlas here. Jake goes for like a handstand, but then gets kicked. And then like these double knees to the arm and shoulder from Pete Dunn looked really painful. Ouchie. And then Pete Dunn just slaps him like right in the face then he kicks him in the face um atlas at one point goes for like a moonsault as he gets back but it's caught into a like triangle there but he gets out of it and then german suplex from jake atlas bouncing back from the ropes there on Dunn looked great there's a tornado ddt but it's blocked he kind of like slips it up goes for his cartwheel ddt but that's blocked and again attacked on the arm there's then done with this like Shoulder bending the arm back, manipulating the, mm. the the fingers and the joints there, and then turned it into like a cross arm breaker while bending while attacking the fingers as well. Su- looked super yeah. awesome as a super finisher. And Jake ha- ha- can't tap out because his arm is like not his body isn't allow- allowing him to. So his the, he has to yell at the ref like I give up. So Pete Dunn beats Jake Atlas in a little little short of a match, but did great for both guys.
2: I really like this. Yeah, it was only what three minutes four minutes something it, had like to that. Be, it was yeah. it was so quick but i thought they gave jake just enough will it with it still feeling like a bit of a squash match but it was entertaining i think it did the job it's pete's obviously recently lost his title opportunity and stuff so you need to kind of build him
3: up a little bit and just coming out
2: here and dominating like this is the way to do it i thought this was really
3: entertaining yeah I, like I, i've said before i think jake atlas is fantastic i just feel like there's a lot of just young and up and coming guys mm-hmm. who are good, talented, and they don't really know where to go. But here, he was used as we like to be called enhancement talent, yeah. And that's exactly what he did. I thought he got some good offense in, and he looked great. I think there's a definitely a future for Jake Atlas here mm-hmm. in NXT for sure. He's going to keep getting better and better and work his way up. We'll see the story progress. But here's the story where Pete Dunn is out wrestling him, like being super technical here. And after the match, he has a microphone and says. This is the time, WrestleMania season, takeover season, where everyone wants to step up their game. Well, step up to me and that's what will happen. I made my name in the UK and I'm the best technical wrestler in the world and I dare someone to prove me wrong. So there's a line there saying, I'm the best technical wrestler in the world. Someone in the world, challenge me. Do you think this is
2: like a call out to people on other rosters whether that be it could be nxt uk or it could be raw it could be smackdown it feels like one of those kind of challenges that you're going to have a bit of a surprise whether it be a return or someone from another roster showing up
3: yeah well or do you think it's just going to be kushida Kushida. (laughs) yeah kushida versus pete dunn sounds really good to me Mm. Uh, any of the thatcher champa imperium guys i know we've seen walter dunn but like any of those technical wrestling is something you, what do you, what do you want? Daniel Bryan?
2: Yeah. I just wonder if you, you kind of want to make it special for the WrestleMania week. WrestleMania tends to make WrestleMania special by bringing back kind of older talent. Like you got edge this year, previous years, you got undertaker, Brock, triple H, whatever. I think maybe you could have one guest and someone like a Daniel Bryan, who obviously has got his match against Roman at fast lane, which I highly doubt he wins. I
3: can see him being game. Right. That would be cool. Maybe. I would be really into that. Yeah. To be honest. Daniel Bryan versus Pete Dunne. Technical wrestling out of TakeOver. Mm. Maybe the Thursday. Just an just a sh- a sh- exhibition match. Or TV to bring to bring more eyes to it.
2: Right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think there's... You, you could just go Kushida. Kushida tends to be that guy who... Ah, this guy needs a good match. What's Kushida doing? Nothing, as always. So let's give him him. Zack
3: Sabre Jr. <laughs> He'll come in.
2: Um, no. But uh, I thought Pete... Uh, I'm normally harsh on Pete with his promos. I normally think they're pretty weak. I thought he sounded good here. Um, Me too. I think... I know when we were watching it, you were saying, oh, he needs to sack off Oni and Danny. But I... Think it gives him confidence just having them behind him. He feels like a more confident speaker now. Uh, just having a bit of backup, it, it kind of fit it finishes the image. Like it makes him look of a bigger act. And oh, I prefer British strong style. Like the three of them, I thought they yeah, always looked better. To I just the unit. I've always yeah. found when Pete's on his own talking, it feels weak. And I thought he sounded a lot more confident here. So maybe it is just by having a few goons behind him just like yeah you tell him pete yeah like they're true. doing but th- this
3: was one of his best promos i thought and it was pretty to the point and b- the line is i'm the best technical wrestler yeah. so that yes that as wrestling fans our mind goes okay well where's daniel bryan where's yes. your kushidas who else is super technical right you you, you want him to to fight cesaro mm. or someone right the, there's so many different avenues you could go with this uh so i assume Cesaro would be cool as yeah. well um yeah Any anyone that could have it could be some sort of specialty match i don't know if he's gonna go into some sort of north american title picture um out of all of the stuff tonight we really don't get uh like any kind of clues as where the north american scene is going to be going north american title scene and i imagine it's some sort of ladder match because that's what they've been doing for this take think about before like that's just what they do in in general i don't like someone going for the world title failing
2: and immediately going for the title just below it. Right. Um, I'd prefer some kind just, of just specialty a match. match. just that's an exhibition. Yeah. And that's kind of how it sounds setting up. Like I'm the best technical wrestler. It's just an open challenge kind of thing. Kushida. Okay. Kushida
3: versus Dunn. I'd
2: be fine with that. Yeah. That sounds good.
3: Yeah. I want to see that. We go to Imperium, a video from them backstage. They start talking about Thatcher and Champa, and they say, Hey Tim, take your rightful spot. Join us, join us.
0: <laughs>
3: Step in line and let's take over. Come on, Tim. We're here for you. We're we're doing this all for you. So they they making it very known, or is it a trap? Mm. It's a trap. I don't know what what's what's going on with these guys because uh they make it seem like they want Thatcher in to replace. They don't have Walter yet, so there's like what there'd be five guys. I feel they should have. Um,
2: they needed to tell the audience more of this relationship. We know it because we follow wrestling. We're, we're diehards and we know about the stuff. WWE has all this WXW footage. Why are we not just having little. Like, we had the thing last week, have Vic quickly say, oh, we're going to go back to Imperium. Last week, uh, it seemed like they were trying to get Thatcher. Um, these guys go. Way back, they used to be in a group together and just show stills from WXW or Progress or whatever. And then you can go, oh, and these shows are on our network as well. I, I don't get why <laughs> the lack of promoting their own stuff. It's very weird. It's really fucking weird. It's very strange. And instead, like, as I said, we know this relationship. Anyone else would be like, sorry, what? Why is, why is Thatcher friends with this German dude? Yeah. Like, well, what's the relationship there? It's very interesting. If that Thatcher was that. German, you'd go, all right, they're probably mates from Germany.
3: But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but he's not. It's like, why, sorry, why is why is he friends with these guys? Okay, well, look, it's all I'm saying is with Imperium, it's WrestleMania season. So maybe Walter does come over mm. and we have some sort of new unit with Walter and, and such. Which is but, great. Yeah. Like, I, I love the idea of it. I
2: think this is exactly right. If we're going to get to a Thatcher versus Walter, awesome. But I just think you need to tell your audience because they normally cater to the audience that don't follow
3: wrestling. It is close. It is so. very. It, it is very weird considering it's like, hey, you you can watch all of this if you choose. Like we we could yeah. put this out. We own it now, essentially. Mm. Like we could show you this, but we just don't want. Whereas AEW, they just got Ethan Page. They like talk about his feuds with all these people mm. already that happened that WWE could air, mm. essentially. It's kind of like I I know I can completely understand where they feel uncomfortable
2: saying these guys were in a group called Ringkampf. I can right. completely understand that, but still, you can go. These guys were mates. Check them out.
3: Just check out what we've already <laughs> yeah. we already owned. Like, go check Search out WXW Timothy Thatcher. Even if it whatever. was just a, a an image on the show or, or tweet it or something. Yeah. Like the other day, I tweet that I, I just tweeted the simple words. Kickboxer, or Bloodsport. And my Twitter got wild, and people Mm. went nuts. And all I did was, hey, go check out our Bloodsport review from, like, a year ago on the Patreon. That's all you've got to do is just say, hey, WXW, we own it. Go check it out. You already, like, you already... Can you not access some of the, what is it, best ofs?
2: So they've got some best ofs, and I think they've been releasing them gradually. Like, they've been doing that with Progress, they've been doing that with Evolve. I think they've been doing it with WXW as well, but they've they own it all they've got all the shows it's just yeah. a matter of them putting them on there yeah maybe I guess. we'll get it down the line but
3: so far with this story I don't think we've been given enough no I, I don't I am a little lost yeah I know they, they used to wrestle together you got to tell me something mm. that's it you got to you yeah. got to further this but I guess we'll see next week as we'll kind of get to but we have an insert promo backstage before a commercial break from Leon Ruff who says I'm sick of people thinking I lucked in I busted my ass. I scratched and clawed for years. And it wasn't luck when I beat you, Swerve, two weeks ago. And I'll be holding you down next week for another rough landing. So he's going to challenge Swerve next week. Do you think they had like a big promo class this week? Because I thought rough sounded
2: better here great. as well yeah.
3: everyone tonight has sounded pretty good i thought who's doing promo stuff in yeah, NXT what, now? what's happened yeah it's it's been it's been working because i think i i actually liked a lot of people on the mic tonight that i usually don't like include you're right pete dunn sounded great Ruff sounded great they're really quicker though maybe that's the, i think that's the what you need to do yeah. it,
2: it you know what the point is it's always going to be i want to match or i'm going to beat you i'm going to
3: kick your ass just get to the point yeah and they sound way better we go to our next match, the second title match of three tonight. The newest titles in NXT are being defended right now. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, the first ever NXT Women's Champions, Tag Team Champions, going up against is it, Moonshot, Shotzi Blackheart, mm-hmm. Ember Moon. This starts off, there's uh, Dakota early on flying in the ring with the scorpion kick, like the overhead kick there. Uh, to Ember and Shotzi. Shotzi locks up with Kai and then drops her and puts her in the Texas Cloverleaf, which looks great. Fantastic move! They this go- is my submission.
2: This would be yeah. Move? I always do the Texas Cloverleaf yeah. to everyone. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: In fights, you're not wearing your mask. <laughs> Texas Cloverleaf. It's Texas good because you don't have to be near their exactly. Sure That's why I do it. Right. Thinking ahead. Yeah. Would you would you have like some sort of side Russian leg sweep into, into a- it? into oh. it? You t- speak my language, right? Yeah, here. we had to get a ring in our new place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we come back from commercial. We watched on Sportsnet here now because we're good old Canadians, and I realized that Sportsnet does not pick up picture and picture. Yeah, all those rear chin locks were missing. If it was AEW though, oh yeah, then I'd be pissed. You'd Canadian destroy destroyer ladder. <laughs> Cause that's what they do, doing picture picture. So uh, they come back from break, and it's Shotzi who tags into Ember with the hot tag, who comes in. She does like the almost like the John Cena proto bomb, and then followed up by a senton here, and then kicks to the head. There's then a dominator lift into a knee lift from Ember onto, I think it's onto Dakota. And then the jumping code breaker to Gonzalez. Shotzi does a suicide dive. There's then, uh, Dakota and Raquel who do their like go to kick assist move there for a near fall. It's broken. There's then some sort of crazy move from Raquel. It's like, I don't know what to call it. El Generico, Sammy used to do this in the Indies. It's like the Orange Crush thing where you flip the guy in in, in the air to drop him. Mm. Raquel does it here where she flips. Oh, I look great. She flips her so many times in the air and then slams her down for like a powerbomb spine buster kind of thing. Looked insane, but it was broken up there. Shotzi breaks it up. Shotzi then does a crossbody to both of them. There's then this crazy move from Shotzi with like a rope springboard Rana on Raquel and then like the switchblade kick to Dakota and like a backdrop driver for a near fall. Raquel now blocks the Eclipse and they kind of no-played this this setup here where the Eclipse is Ember jumping off the top with the stunner and Raquel stops it and then like should have just thrown her. Mm. But instead they like had her in the air drops her but then back in the air i kind
2: of i kind of like the struggle
3: was, it seemed more realistic and it less was choreographed weird. to me because
2: she kept on trying to go for the power bomb and ember kept on trying to counter it yeah because
3: ember's pretty strong as well raquel's right. obviously bigger i actually quite bought it this struggle here it looked like they were doing it so that it set up for the next move but then it was taking too long like they bounced around there was, there was a bit of that yeah yeah uh, but it eventually does send Raquel out of there with Ember, and it's Shotzi who drops to Kai into this like uh, I'm gonna another reference to Zack Sabre Junior. Yeah, Zack Sabre this, Junior. This pin. is the Zack Sabre Junior. pin here. We've seen Kushida use it as is well. It like, a, the bridge. Yeah, what's it called? The, yeah, is the, it the European clutch? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And he, she, Shotzi pins Kai and Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Moonshot, new champions already. Weird. Uh. I- First of all, I I really enjoyed the match.
2: Shotzi's very hit and miss for me. I think she's a fantastic personality. I get it completely. But at times I feel she's a bit sloppy, gets a bit maybe excited. Uh, I thought she looked great here. I actually thought her chemistry with Ember as two singles competitors who've kind of been just thrown together in this tag team. Realistically, it'd probably be Tegan Knox in this position if she wasn't injured. Um, I thought they worked together really well and showed some good chemistry and some good uh, tag moves. I wish they didn't just... I liked... I was perfectly fine with Dakota and Raquel being given the titles because they did win that tournament. Right. But I didn't like them dropping it right away. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's kind of on paper so you can say they were the first champions, but also we've got bigger things in mind for Raquel. I kind of feel it already undermines the championship. When you've... It it kind of feels you've had you've got on Raw Bobby Lashley drops the U.S. title to immediately win the world title. This feels like oh well, let's give him the title, but actually we want Raquel to be world champion, which is better than being a tag champion, better than this championship we've literally just introduced an hour ago. I found that a bit a bit shitty. I thought I feel really sorry for Dakota because she's kind of what gonna have a breakup with raquel and get killed by well raquel, that's that's it it kind of leaves her nowhere and i think she's someone who's been consistently great and undervalued in I, that division
3: yeah i i figured you'd get raquel beating her up after losing them here like how could you get pinned and it didn't happen that's what i thought specifically mm. that would have made that make sense for some reason i don't know but it didn't happen so i'm still like Okay, I'm happy for Ember and, and Shotzi. Like, cool, they're a tag team. There's so many women on this roster. This titles would add something to this show, definitely. I'm just like, okay, well, they just made the titles. You couldn't do it this, like, next week. You couldn't, like, ah, there's so many or, different things. Or
2: just have this match for the championship and do the match exactly the same way. But I think
3: to be given the titles and then lose them, it just, it's shitty, I think. it's It was weird. Uh, But Shotzi and Ember champions after the break is a celebration and Shotzi and Ember, everyone's celebrating, even Taya Valkyrie there. I think that's she the was, first time yeah. we've seen her on TV. She's celebrating, everyone's celebrating, uh, except Indy Hartwell and Candice. They're sour, they're salty, they leave, they walk around and they see Johnny backstage somewhere with Austin Theory. And Theory's mad at the way and says, hey, did you pay off that therapist? Johnny snickers and says, yeah, therapy ain't free, bud. Come on. Of course I did. It's true. What are you talking about? Uh, that's why we podcast. <laughs> Therapy's not free. Yeah. So we just air it out to each other.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't go to bars and
3: talk to our bartender therapists anymore. So, yeah, yeah. it's weird. Uh, so jo- Theory's mad and Johnny then like brainwashes him again and is like, hey, uh, uh, Loomis says your abs suck. Or something like that. In theory, he's so mad. He rips his shirt, walks off, and he's going to challenge Loomis to a match next week, I think.
2: Um, the saving grace here was it was short, but I hate these four. I feel so bad saying it because I love Gargano and Candice, but I hate these four.
3: Yeah, I like these four, but then not...
2: I don't like this. Just, Just hate the direction. Uh, at least this was quick. It was short. Yeah. I don't really have much more to say, to be honest. they it's just irritating.
3: Yeah. Not funny. Yeah, I don't, I, I just don't like the Loomis and theory stuff. I don't well. like the Loomis and theory stuff. No. Yeah. We go to Caden Carter. She wasn't backstage <laughs> celebrating because she's in a match right now with Zaya Lee. That's right. Zaya comes down. Is it Mei Ying who's in the chair? Boa standing there. Epic entrance from Zaya Lee here. Even in her entrance, she does like some of the, the kicks and poses, but then does the splits. Yeah. Very impressive. All truth style. Is Arshu style? Yeah, he does the just drop down. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite the Molina or the Jean Claude Van Damme. No, but it looked very. It's the, impressive. it's the
2: one with the knee slightly bent. It looks sick though. Yeah. It looks it looks great. real cool. She. That's how you it, win matches. Do the splits before do splits win matches. That old saying.
3: <laughs> Doing the splits. Yeah, someone write a haiku about it. <laughs> so. Caden, uh, sorry, it's Zaya who right away goes after Caden, but is welcomed with a drop kick. And Caden's mad at her, so she beats her up. Uh, There's like a Judas effect from Zaya Lee here early on. Uh, There's the, the, like, Quesadora from Caden Carter, who then low super kicks Zaya in the face. Then Zaya, like, throws her upside down into the corner, and she's getting super aggressive. And, like, Casey in crutches is walking around now. So Caden Carter's getting beat up by Zaya. as Casey Catanzaro is like hopping around. And Zaya's like, this is for you as she's beating up Caden Carter here. And... Sorry, Ziya Lee. Sorry, Ziya Lee is. And then it's Casey Catanzaro who uses one of her crutches and attacks Ziya Lee, interfering in the match, getting disqualified. Ziya Lee wins the match. But Casey then just whipping Ziya Lee with one of her crutches She's yelling, you're
2: taking this too far as she swings a metal crutch to this woman's head. Yeah.
3: Like, sorry, Casey, I think you're
2: taking this too far.
3: Yeah, you're mean.
2: Zaya's just been violent in wrestling matches. You're not even in this match and you're swinging metal at
3: people's heads. I wouldn't even say Zaya's being that like that mean. No. She's beat up people after matches and stuff, but not like she's just. Yeah, they deserve she, it. That's Casey's. In, she, Casey's just jelly. Like she's mad it, and jealous of watching this. Like
2: I don't know how you can see this as Zaya as the heel here. Yeah, it, this baby faced her. I think so. It made me she go what? way more badass. Uh,
3: yeah. You've had yeah the partner interfering. Um, so, Boa com- Boa comes in here now for the save and grabs the crutch and, like, breaks it up into pieces and throws it away and goes, hmm, try walking now. And then Caden attacks, like, Boa. It's, it's Mei Ying who basically does the crushing hand sign, mm-hmm. ma- meaning Boa beat her up. And before Boa can do that, he's beat up by Caden and Casey, and then they, they they walk off or they leave. So, it's, like, it's now... It's a standoff, so we're we getting a tag team match, boa and Ziya Lee versus <laughs> <laughs> maybe um it was a little I don't weird. think i like this yeah. i've I've enjoyed the
2: whole Ziya Lee thing. I feel this feud, I think because Caden and casey i I like them both as wrestlers, but they're pretty low on the on the pole in n x t they're mm. they're towards the bottom, and I think Zaya, after this whole transformation beat what two maybe three jobbers and then has gone right to this and it's been somewhat competitive i feel really she should have just steamrolled these two yeah me too definitely i think and you can still have you can still have what's happened to you have if you want her to be a heel be more heelish continue the beatdowns after but after this i think it just babyface zaya
3: and makes Casey just seem so annoying. I like how Mei Ying wanted Boa to beat her up though. Yeah. I thought that was great. I wanted Mei Ying to, uh, sorry, it, her name's, yeah, Mei, Mei Ying. Ying. I want Mei Ying to get involved. Yeah. I think a tag team. Oh, but actually Casey's actually hurt. So I don't know. I I thought this could have just ended this with Zaya beating them both up. Move on to the next yeah. thing here, but move on to Zoe Stark. Move on to literally all of these people you have. Yeah. But instead they're going forward with more of it. Mm-hmm. So I hope it baby faces Ili. Yeah, I, I think if we were having crowds, I think she'd be
2: over. Right yeah, now definitely. And uh, I definitely see would have seen them
3: booing Casey and Caden here. Right. Yeah. No one could ever boo Boa when he looks like <laughs> when he looks like that. Would you? What kind of a person would you be if oh, you booed that? If you booed? It's a great job.
2: Just, do you want to get paid to just not even wrestle? Just come out looking
3: cool in a suit. I mean, I don't know. you wanted him to do some evil things. He didn't even get to do it. But He thought about it. He, thought about he it. Thought about <laughs> it. he thought about it. He thought <laughs> about it. He thought about it. That boa. The cheeky boa. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't like this too much either, but I'm still, I'm not going to give up on the Zaya. We can't give up on Zaya like that. No. She no. deserves more. Yeah. More on that. Uh We go to, well, a video of the, yeah, NXT cruiserweight champion, but the one that we don't have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it comes time to talk about this, I guess. <laughs> we were doing so well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Jordan Devlin from NXT UK is sending in a insert video from, like, a uh, airport. Mm. And I know we've talked about on the show, there's a lot of things. In the speaking out from last year, uh, Devlin was... Uh, One of the ones named in this list. Very, uh, I don't know. You can tell we do not like talking about this. Yeah. Um, But this guy was the champion, the Cruiserweight champion. The pandemic happened. He's been over there. I'm not even quite sure if he's been wrestling. I didn't really...
2: He's been wrestling in NXT UK. Yeah. Yeah. He's
3: been defending the NXT
2: Cruiserweight championship over there as well.
3: Cause we've got two Cruiserweight champions. Yeah. Now. So there is two. That's the point. Like he was o- on this show for a brief thing and then it. Then pandemic. Yeah. hit, And then they had the tournament crown the interim, which Santos Escobar won. And then they dropped interim. Yeah. So quietly. And Santos has been the champion. And now Devlin here, uh, is basically saying what some people aren't too cool about, but that he's coming to NXT. He says that it's this time of the year, summer's around the corner, uh, the Irish weather, something about that. Um, basically saying he's the real champion and your your time is up, Santos, while you're playing make-believe that my travel ban got lifted and then he turns his camera and shows he's in the airport and he's about to get on a plane. And I believe he says he's showing up next week.
2: I think so. Yeah.
3: So yeah. Um,
2: go to my Twitter at Davy Portman. There's a crowd justice link there. Can we move on?
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I know this 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 makes it tough for us. We watch the show, and um, I don't necessarily like talking about these kinds of things. I'm not um, someone who like like Davy said. I. I it's been tough, especially on this show. I know John Away as well have to do like Monday Night Raw, and there's and there's certain mm. people in all these shows. And yeah, uh, like Davey said, uh, go check that link. and And I know that some there's there's other people on the other side of of these things. And 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 we just watch NXT and we talk about what's on the show. Yes. So me talking about, it, I'm sorry if I rattled some some people, but
2: look, everyone we've talked about this before we kind of talked about this at the beginning and i know uh i was listening to um ask away earlier and the subject kind of came up there with kind of they were talking about kevin spacey and r kelly and things and obviously we're going to be talking about benoit on a review we've got coming on and it's everyone's got to draw draw their line um we've had this come up before with velveteen dream and stuff uh don't like everyone's entitled. If you want to enjoy the work and just take the art, that's, that's fine. That's cool. Um, it, it does put us in a hard position and I, I do always feel like I'm, uh, I don't quite know what to say when we come up to things like this. I don't
3: know but. what to quite to say. It, it, it. It's, it's really hard for us to talk about. And I, this, this was a, this, this, this specific wrestler was someone I was very interested in. Mm. A, a year ago, you, I would tell you he was like one of my favorite guys to watch. Mm. And now I'm like, I, I can't really be excited to say that he's coming. There up. are
2: so many good wrestlers out there. Just why bother? You know, yeah. I think this company would be fine without a Jordan Devlin. That's all I'm saying.
3: Right. Yeah, well, next week, uh, I'm going to say they're booking him versus Santos to take over. We're getting that match. And I'm sorry, the match sounds great. But yeah. Probably will be a good match, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Great (laughs) sports entertainment. Oh, yeah. Just so much fun.
2: Did you think you'd be talking about all this when you started podcasting about a little... Internet wrestling show.
3: Yeah. Oh, I mean... Featuring
2: the likes of the Ascension, Connor O'Brien. Yeah. I, <laughs> no.
3: No, I'm, I'm just... No, I don't... Yeah, no. No. No no <laughs> let's move let's on let's move on i'm sorry I'm just trying not, I feel like i'm I feel like we're trying to walk around on eggshells for no fucking reason, like yeah, like we we've said what we said, and we, we, you you know how we feel about these kinds of things, but uh i i if something shows up it's not on I'm not the one who's booking this person on a show. I'm the one who watches the show every yeah. week and talks about it, so uh yeah, we go to a video for Zoe Stark zoe stark mentions that she's here she's been through the world she, like like leon ruff she's scratching claw to get to this position and now she's here and then it shows clips of her match with io shirai where Eo's like hey you did a good job you're welcome here and such so more on zoe stark and then your future to come here in nxt uh we go to santos who's dressed like the riddler from batman forever in the nice suit this was definitely riddler inspired
2: San is he the best dressed in WWE? He's definitely he needs to be in the conversation. Looks yeah, he
3: needs to be in that conversation yeah. of best dressed he's wrestler. He's a star to me. He looks so good here. Uh, he's pissed because he saw Devlin's video and he's with Regal and William Regal's like, yeah, like you're the interim champion and it's something that's going to be addressed. And he says, I'm the champ. I'm the champ. I'm the champ. So uh, we are getting this altercation um, between cruiserweight champions again. This storyline is cool, actually, and it, again it puts a damper. I'm like, f- but it's f- ah, but the storyline is cool. It's such a good storyline. <laughs> Two cruiserweight champions and stuff. Yeah,
2: fuck. Uh, I think Santos has been a great champion. I hope to see him continue. I assume this is going to be a unification match, but uh, yeah, I, I I've enjoyed Santos's run. It's probably the most interested I've been in the cruiserweight championship since its inception.
3: Yeah, uh, I think he's been great, to be honest. So I, I'm, yeah, I, I, again, I'm gonna, people are gonna be like, well, how can you say you're excited for that match? But like, the match is probably gonna be really good. Um, hope Santos wins. Yes. There. Let's go with that. We go to Grizzled Young Veterans. They come down to the ring as Santos boys are in the ring. Legado del Fantasma. Um, it's Zach Gibson on the microphone who says, how does it feel, you guys? You're just Santos puppets. Is this how you thought your life would, would lead you to? Taking bullets for your boss and then giving him massages when he asked for it? While well, we've been making an impact. And they're going to start this match. I love James Drake. He's great. He says he? one line and thinks he's like, Yeah, I did. it's he, great. You know the have you ever had a dream, the kid who like thinks he eventually nails it? Yeah. That's James Drake.
0: Oh <laughs> it is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> who,
3: who finally nails the problem? He mouths along with Gibson's yeah. lines and I, I, mean, I find it so funny. It works. It completely works for me. Zach Gibson's <clears> like going off with one liners, making fun of these guys, and then this guy goes, And we're gonna beat you. Yeah, I nailed it. I fucking nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> he's so happy. <laughs> He's like a lap dog. Like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. The dog and up. <laughs> so this match starts off Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legato Del Fantasma. And it's quick back and forth, action-packed. There's Legato who do this like springboard-style splash here. I'd say right away this match is interrupted, pretty much, hmm. by an entrance of this space people. That's right. <laughs> the astronauts are back. No, it's not Daft Punk. It's Fandango. And Tyler Breeze, or so we think. Mm. It distracts. It distracts legato Del Fantasma. They're like, "Whoa, Fandango and Tyler Breeze!" Oh no, they're they're back for the revenge of us beating them up the other week. But then, it's as if the grizzled young vets get the upper hand. But then the astronauts take off the helmets and reveal that it's not Breezango, but it's M.S.K. Mm. Lee and Carter. They use the helmets to beat up the grizzled young vets. Who broke Wes's hand? The reason they didn't get their title shot yet. They start using the helmets as weapons. They're decking them. They pretty much both low blow them with it. They just throw them at. These the are like motorcycle dicks, right? white helmets to pretend they're yeah. space astronaut suits. But then they put Gibson's hand on the steel steps and smash it with the helmet. Loved it. Yeah. Wow. This looked great. As they're all like, kind of like all being like, kind of cocky here. As Legato Del Fantasma just kind of watch on and go, huh, like, good thing it wasn't Breezango. Mm. As Ango show up, Tyler Breeze, with the best fit. Oh, oh, this, it's getting warmer.
2: I, I downgraded to my thinner jacket today. Yeah, me too. Summer's around the corner.
3: And I think I've just found my new look. So your look's going to be Tyler Breeze, yeah. Tight like shorts, short shorts, uh no socks, loafers and this like sweater. kind of crew neck sweater kind of thing. Fuck yeah. And like you need like a like a, ca- a sea captain's hat or something. Look like vibe up sea captain's hat like a like a sailor. Like a sailor hat. We look good with, like, he looked like that. No, I've got beautiful hair braided. Oh, I'm not true, a no. No, but, like, on top, on top, <laughs> like, over it. Like, that's what he looked like he was missing in this, uh, breeze. I mean, Fandango's in, like. Just jeans. He looked good too. He looked good. They look, they
2: look good. I like these guys. I've actually grown to really, really like these guys over their run in NXT.
3: Yeah, they show up. I like the the save here. The <laughs> like you, you weren't sure who was who at one one point, and yeah. then after this, MSK get in the ring and celebrate with them, and it's Carter who's kind of like doing the Fandango Du-du-du-. and trying to get him to do it, but he's like, no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> and then they celebrate with the helmets.
2: Brizango hit maybe the most beautiful Falcon arrow. I've ever seen. Yeah, Fandango. It looked yeah, it
3: so good. Um,
2: I really like this. I like the swerve of it not being, Breezango. It kind of furthering two feuds now with, uh, Breezango and um, Legado del Fantasma and GYV and um, MSK. What I loved the most was the attack from MSK because they've kind of been positioned as the the guys who just like to have fun and. I love the new day, but a criticism of them is they never, they never tap into that serious mode when they need to. And seeing baby faces who just want to have fun, but taking revenge on a smashed hand by smashing a man's hand with a helmet—it's like, yeah, we want to have fun, but we'll fuck you up if you mess with us. I think it's a great edge. Adds so much to these characters. I think they've just week after week since these guys debut, they've just knocked it out of the park. I think they're
3: booking them perfectly. They looked cool. They look cool. Um, They always remind you, like obviously we've mentioned that their names, Carter and Lee, mm. I think are plays to rush hour. And like, they remind me of like the buddy cop, or the Buddy Stoner movie kind of thing like obviously they the, they were the rascals they were going for that 70s show vibe or dude where's my car vibe kind of thing and they they're they're nailing it i think cuz the wrestling we've seen is really good and the character work is slowly like becoming into its its own here and from weeks ago when i said like oh their names are so stupid i still think their original names were cooler but now i don't, like i we said we wouldn't care
2: it, you get used to it so quickly we we've had this in wrestling so many times with yeah. weird names um, shout out off the rope as well. We complimented. Oh yeah. We complimented Breeze's fit tonight, but right. a couple of weeks ago we complimented Nash Carter's old school John Cena John Cena yeah. t shirt. And off the rope, who designed the t shirt, gave us a little follow on on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, sorry on the Instagram because they obviously heard us talk about them. So yeah. shout out. Their page is pretty cool. They make some. Uh, cool, like, wrestling, like, retro
3: style t shirts. Yeah, I kind of want their stuff. They look really cool. Uh, they haven't paid us for that. I just, no, they just look, they just look lit. Um, and and I think, uh, Nash Carter and them, like, rocking shirts that aren't WWE is cool. Yeah. Like I said, they're the cool, they're the cool kids now here in NXT. Look at them growing up. These rascals, these little rascals. Uh, I can't wait for that match. I hopefully Wesley's okay for Takeover. I assume so. I
2: think if they're doing this angle, I assume
3: he's okay. He's in the it's, cast. We've seen wrestlers wrestle with broken hands before. So it's crazy to me. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. like it's insane. Mm. I like tweak one thing in my body. I'm I'm out <laughs> for the day. Uh, and this guy's got a broken hand, and they're thinking about him wrestling. Yeah. Hopefully he's all right. Uh, I think that's there. There needs to be them getting the titles at Takeover. Mm. Is what I'm getting to, but. The Grizzled Young Vets feud needs to happen, too, with the hand smash. This could be the ladder match. The four teams. Right. Yeah, that Maybe. could be it. Yeah, true. That's a lot of people, but... Hey, guys. Oh, wait. Yeah. Who's the... Cha- oh, Oney. no, it's still yeah, it's only and
2: Danny are the champions, aren't they? Yeah,
3: they're... <laughs>
2: yeah, forget about champion. them.
3: Yeah. We'll see Yeah, what happens. We go to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez backstage with Mackenzie, and they're... they're she's trying to get a scoop here, but they're upset. They say it doesn't matter if it was five seconds or five days. We were the first NXT women's tag team champions. We made history. And in walks, Io Shirai. Holy shit. She speaks to her in Japanese, but then translates and says, I want you next. So Raquel's taken a little back and says, be careful what you wish for. So Raquel and EO, L, F, G.
2: Yeah, uh, I actually really like this with EO challenging her. Um, EO has pretty much beaten everyone in the division who's of some name apart from Raquel. They haven't really had that match yet. And it kind of looks, yeah, this fighting champion who's looking around the division and seeing that Raquel is killing it. So yeah, I want to go... You're the best. You're the best one we've got and I want to beat you.
3: Yeah. I I think that makes Eo continue to look badass. Absolutely. cuz we're all for the past months like, "Oh, Raquel's gotta like put this challenge out." And Eo's like, "Nah." And e- I want Eo's you. tiny as well and just watching
2: her yeah. just square up with Raquel with all that confidence, I think it makes her look so cool. Um think they've done a great job with Raquel. Wasn't a fan of this this tag team booking tonight, but I think they've done a really good job building her up, making her seem
3: like a credible threat. Uh, I'm looking forward to the match. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know that there was the whole exploding barbed wire thing, and I know that there was that spot with the baseball bat, but mm. Io Shirai has done it before where she's taken that spot. And I found someone posted it on the squared circle and Reddit this week, and it's, uh, Kagetsu like just hitting Io took the bump of time oh. with time of an exploding barbed wire bat, which Whoa. is just crazy. Uh, I love Io. There was also uh, a mention, uh, more, uh, Japanese women's throwbacks but there was a mention i think by beth phoenix she referred raquel and dakota like she said they remind her of the jumping bomb angels so shout out to the jumping bomb angels uh they were a lit uh women's tag team back in the day as well uh we go to so i'm i'm, I'm excited I, we're getting raquel and Neo yeah. so we knew we wanted it it's happening let's just go with it so that'll be i would say put that on the thursday night Okay. That's a big. That that's one of the big ones. I I yeah. was I, this was like more of a standoff with like one or two lines to each other and I'm instantly like hyped for this match. So, I think they will deliver. Definitely. Nice. We go to Thatcher backstage with McKenzie as well and Champa basically interrupts him right away and it's old man Champa here, looking real oh, old yeah. man Champa. And Champa says that he set up a match for them next week, Thatcher and, and Champa versus Imperium. So Thatcher's kind of confused. He's like, "Ah, oh, I don't want to do this." So
2: Yeah, it's Champa. He's kind of putting that trust in his partner. He's like, "Look, I know these guys are trying to like lure you, but I trust you. I got your back. I know you got my back." It's kind of sort of guilt-tripping Thatcher in a way.
3: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, By yeah.
2: being overly nice, being like, "Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about these guys. I know you're with me." Yeah, it's weird. It could go either way, but yeah, you can go to that uh that lads' weekend, honey. Yeah, yeah. I know you're not going to do anything,
3: yeah. isn't it?
1: It's, it's, giving me, kind yeah, of that. <laughs> it's giving me the.
3: You can go out with the boys tonight. Yeah, yeah, sure. I trust you. Yeah.
2: Oh, who's going to be there? No, that's fine.
3: Yeah, you're, you're fine. Wait, Fabian Eichner's going to be there. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. You're definitely not. I wouldn't let anyone near him. He's too handsome. <laughs> that Fabian Eichner. I, I, I'm excited for that match. Actually, I hope it's Barcel Bar. Fuck. Still can't say that guy's name. (laughs) Three years on. (laughs) Yeah. Marcel Bartel. Yeah. And Fabian Eichner. Yeah, it'll be that. Those two. Yeah. Um, Alexander Wolfe's just there. And I I would think maybe we get Volta debut next week. (laughs) Fire Frank in the chat. Yeah. Fabian Eichner, future NXT Italy champion. (laughs) (laughs) We get some match announcements for next week. Theory versus Loomis I think is what they said i probably, probably as soon as they mentioned Loomis I just toned out for a second
2: I, I think they said Theory versus Loomis alright
3: cool we're also getting Leon Ruff versus Swerve that Isaiah should be good Scott. yeah I can't wait for that and LA Knight debuts question mark so yeah yeah
2: it sounds a big week I'm yeah I am predicting maybe we see Volta in that Imperium thatcher Champa angle next week whoa okay um, if Devlin's flying over
3: so maybe Walter. there's a seat next to him yeah that's true. There's got to be some other people, like, coming over. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I don't know if Walter versus Finn is something I still want to see, but it doesn't make sense right now. So, yeah, you could just bring Walter over for something else. Yeah. Whoa, Champa versus Walter? Take my money. Book it. Put yeah. it on a Wednesday night. Takeover. Champa walter the UK title? <sighs> yeah.
2: I sure. mean, you're going to want to load those nights up with title matches. Why not have a UK
3: title defense? Yeah. I just want to see that match. Mm. So Walter versus anyone, literally anyone against Walter. Anyone will be on this roster versus Walter is a match. Thatcher versus Walter. Yeah. Fight pit Walter versus Thatcher. Like anything there. Yeah, that's definitely. You know what? I want. I want to see that. Hopefully, that's that is something that we get to see mm. next week. Let's go, Walter. We go to our main event, which would be a main event of any takeover, is what they kept telling us, and it's it's true to be honest finn balor versus adam cole nxt championship on the line and it's back and forth here pretty quick um it's 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 noted that adam cole in his promo earlier mentioned that he's uh, did i did i skip over adam cole's promo i feel like maybe i did yes i did oh okay i totally went over adam cole's promo earlier well adam cole uh in his promo said that he will explain how we got here he says that kyle stepped out of line so i put him in his place and then roddy played tough guy so i beat him where he stood those guys were just chumps i've been the leader the whole time undisputed era is dead when adam cole says it is you, you think you got me, Finn Balor? You think you, you got inside my head? I've been playing you like a fiddle. This whole time it's been about the NXT championship. I was the best, longest-rating champ ever. And I've done it all. I've fought in all the shows, SmackDown, pay-per-views, everything. And I've beaten everyone. And you have not seen nothing yet. So, kind of letting everyone know that he's keeping the music. He's keeping the logos. He's got three new shirts out on the, yeah. the site. I don't like any of them. <laughs> no, I am not
0: yet.
3: Um he's he's keeping the boom, yeah, the theme song cuz undisputed era is his and he kicked them out. It can be his undisputed era. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That that term undisputed era doesn't necessarily mean a a group of
3: people, does right. it? Could be your undisputed era, Braden. Your it's Adam Cole's undisputed yeah. era. The undisputed era, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh so does that mean he's gonna we're all thinking, well, he's got a title match tonight. Maybe new people show up mm. to join him. We'll we'll see. Well, let's go to that match. Cole versus Finn. I mentioned there's back and forth that are super quick here, drop downs, all that stuff. Finn Balor slows it down with some chin locks and then turns it into the money clip. Oh yeah. Everyone's favorite submission hold. <laughs> Clearly shouting out his boy Okada there. There's a drop down standing stomp f- from Finn for a near fall. Uh Adam Cole hits him with a super kick. They go counter for counter into the final cut from Finn Balor. On the outside, Cole goes for the, the steel steps and goes for that brain buster that he, he hit Kyle with. But Finn counters it and suplexes him onto the outside, laying both guys out. When we come back from break in the ring, Cole hits him with the suplex lift into the Ushigaroshi. the Sushi Garoshi, what he used to call the last shot. But it's not enough to keep Finn down. Finn fires back. The John Woo drop kick Goes for the coup de grace, but lands on his feet into a super kick, and now he's selling that jaw that Adam Cole is now targeting, but he gets put into a crossface from Adam Cole. Clearly, Adam Cole saw Io retain the title tonight and went, whoa, you won the title match with the crossface, so can I. So he puts Finn in this great crossface spot where he, you thought Finn got out of it, but then he counters back into it, going for the ropes and stuff. Thought it was really great. Uh, Finn then comes back with like these huge strikes and a huge lariat for a near fall. But it's Adam Cole with the shining wizard again to the jaw, two point nine count. Cole's getting pissed, so he sets up Finn out of the corner for the Panama Sunrise again, a two point nine count. This looked fantastic. I love this move. I think he's one of the best guys to do it, too. Uh, there's then Cole, who goes on the outside here from... Finn just, like, dumps him, and Cole is hanging around on the outside, and this is when... Are you ready? For the return of Cool Kyle. Super Cool Kyle. Depends who you ask. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly Kyle is in the, like, like, crowd area in a Metallica Ride the Lightning, like, shirt with a... Like jean jacket, vest, black pants, and some chucks on. As he Adam Cole looks like he saw a ghost, goes into the ring. Oh, sorry, as he's like looking at him, it's Finn who jumps out of the ring with like a flying swan conhilo there, hits him with the 1916 in the ring, puts him in the ring, hits the coup de gras, and pins Adam Cole. Finn Balor retains the NXT championship here. Uh, so, I mean, before we kind of go into what happens after this, uh, Finn Balor retains. Mm. There's no question that, um, with the two-night takeover, it looks like they could do multiple challenges and, and stuff. But, uh, I-, I thought this was pretty good for a TV match. I, I thought this was, this was my match of the night. No, no, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Good match. Um, didn't quite reach that takeover level i I thought we might get this commercial free maybe we didn't It, it was interrupted which always unfortunately does take me out of the match a little bit uh but solid as you'd expect from these two i think finn's selling has been fantastic recently the selling of the jaw as soon as that super kick was hit and then going into that whole crossface segment i thought was really good um i was expecting more nonsense at the end of the match. Uh, And I thought it was just the right level, just have Carl out and save it to after. It was still a relatively clean finish. Um, I was expecting a lot more like Gaga going on. Um, Kyle, I didn't particularly like the look. It kind of felt to me when you're at high school and then you take your summer break and come back and one kid's just like found a whole new attitude over the summer. It's like, I wear sleeveless jean jackets now um i don't know i i didn't think it looked particularly cool uh,
3: uh i i think it's i think it's it's i think it looked fine i it reminded me of aj styles and tna he like came back and it was very similar right he, i think i think someone in the chat said the lone wolf kyle o'reilly because that's i think that's what basically what it was i i thought it was fine he, metallica shirt whatever he's canadian He's wearing the. He did vest. look Canadian. He looked. He Canadian. did look Canadian. To yeah, be fair, I, I thought he was fine. He looks like a how I dressed in high school in college. So maybe you're you're onto something. But uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but like, what else did he wear before? Like undisputed era shirts. Like, I don't know, black t-shirt and jeans does wonders to everyone. Uh, I I would prefer I prefer this. He's showing some sort of like move. On. He he's showing that he's he's okay. He's twisted. Yeah, here. I can see that. Yeah, they got to do something to. Mm. And I, I appreciate the. The chucks, the converse. Uh, So after the match, Kyle O'Reilly goes into the ring and Adam Cole sees this. And Cole is like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Kyle. You don't have to do this. But suckers him in and goes to low blow him. But Kyle blocks the low blow, takes off the Undisputed Era armband off Cole's arm, throws it away, and then just boots him, starts beating the piss out of him. the strikes all the palm strikes, all this stuff. And he's yelling at him, you did this. You tried to end my career, you piece of shit. <laughs> Goes for the brainbuster on the stairs, but the refs come out and pull, it, pull him off of him, separate him, and then he charges at Cole again and beats the hell out of him, but then he's thrown off, and then Cole is, is like taken backstage, escaped somewhere while Kyle couldn't get the rest of them. Kyle chases him off as they're pulled apart. And while all this commotion's going off, Finn Balor gets to his feet in the middle of the ring, and he's standing, staring down the ramp. And then he just stands up straight, checks himself, and says out loud, What took you so long? As he turns his shoulder, his head over his shoulder, revealing Carrion Cross, who is just standing there as they do a face to face as NXT goes off the air. Wow.
2: Um, the beatdown at first didn't quite hit with me. Uh, and actually some of the punches I thought looked like really far off. From what, Kyle? From Kyle. Yeah. And then once they fell to the outside, it was when Kyle actually started slapping him and started like shouting stuff at him. That's when I was like, okay, here we go. And kind of picked me up a bit more. Um And then we've, Cross has remembered that he was once NXT champion and should probably get that back. Uh, I thought the finish here was actually really good. This whole episode just set up everything for TakeOver already. Obviously, we've had no match announcements, but I, I really enjoyed this episode, actually. I thought they did a great job of just moving every story forwards.
3: Yeah, no, I, I, I actually really enjoyed this episode as well. Right off the bat, you told us that you had some announcements, and they were, they were cool. You, we have two takeovers. Of course, one's going to be on USA, so there'll probably still be some commercials in some form mm-hmm. of capacity. But two nights, so there's, they could load two nights full of so many things. Coming out of this, there's four guys, which means you could do Finn versus Cross on night one, and also on night one, Cole versus Kyle, and the winners face the second night for the title that's kind of what
2: i think we're gonna get
3: yeah uh, i see us getting that and probably women's
2: tag night one right and then maybe you can have men's tag women's championship night two and the kind of final of this i i definitely see a, some sort of two night tournament thing with the men's title
3: Yeah, some sort of thing, because there's too many stories. Like, You could just do Kyle and Adam, but... Finn is so tied up with Kyle and Cole right now that
2: you've you've kind of got to pay that off. And the fact we've got two nights, it just lends itself perfectly to it. And Cross is the loose end, who's been um, a bit distracted since his return, but just came off that big win against Escobar. Makes sense for him to
3: want the title. Um, It would surprise me if they don't go that way. I think that's what it looks like. Because you could just do Cole versus Kyle night two as well, like just a big grudge match. Yep. That's what they usually do in normal things. But to announce two nights, technically two nights, it's just weird that they didn't – it's because Mania is not one night anymore. So mm-hmm. they can't do it on the Saturday and they move SmackDown to Friday. Thus, let's just add a Thursday show right after the Wednesday. So that's two-night takeover. It's like, okay, well, that, this is a lot of stuff for us to watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So
3: much. I'd much rather have just gone up against Smackdown so I didn't have to watch that anyways so it's just like <laughs> Reginald versus Finn I don't know I'm Who not watching watch? the Hall of Fame that week I'm putting it Yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's got impact to watch
2: haven't I <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah
3: no announcements of moving to Tuesdays thus far no so until it, they tell us that's happening that's when we know it's happening but overall I really enjoyed this episode of NXT it moved everything forward mm. Uh, it had it had history. It had the titles being crowned and new champions, and then we had title matches. This was a pretty fun episode of NXT. I thought Finn and Cole was my favorite part of the show. Like the actual match itself was great. I really liked Kyle coming back. Uh, I, I I thought Kyle looked. I know Kyle's like usually has the 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 what the Mohawk style hair mm-hmm. thing. I thought I thought he looked good here, even though you didn't like. You're from someone who like when you were like 13, you looked up to Triple H in the vest. Isn't it very similar? When I was 13 <laughs> in 2002. That was the I'm style. now 31
2: and it's 2021. <laughs> Things move on. So you're saying you, you wish Kyle came out dressed as Tyler also, Breeze. Also, Kyle <laughs> isn't, like, Triple H is three times the size of Kyle
3: here. So wait, so wait, would you have just him in a black? I think so. Yeah, I just
2: don't know. Just not UE gear. I don't know. it. It looked a bit silly. To me, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll grow on me. Yeah. Tweet one, I I do I do completely get what, what you were saying. He needed to have a different look, shed that undisputed era skin. Yeah. Um, I I completely appreciate that.
3: I'm pretty sure he. This is how he dresses. Probably. Like probably he dresses. He should have cool.
2: dressed as the uh, the psychiatrist again.
3: Me. <laughs> uh, oh god. Being front row and Cole's like, what? Wait, that's Kyle. Kyle, uh, just the other week, me and you went for, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this show, uh, Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly tweeted out like the dumb and dumber soundtrack is underrated. And just the other week, me and you were out for a walk and someone, our neighbor had put out a box of CDs. And I was like, oh, shit, the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, Snipe. And I've just been ch- it's just been chilling. I don't even have a CD player. Maybe my computer plays them. Yeah, it'll play. But me and Kyle share the bond of the Dumb and you Dumber soundtrack. You can play soundtrack. that while uh, doing your Trish Stratus DVD I got you. The Trish Stratus yoga DVD yeah. that you also found in a bin. Yeah. So. <laughs> you can find a lot of things on the street. Oh, yeah. You know, one man, You don't trash. need to go
2: shopping. Just walk around the neighborhood. You'll find presents for everyone. <laughs>
3: We have a lot of art in our house from, like, streets and coffee yeah. shops that people just dump.
2: Our haunted chair is about to break. I can yeah.
3: hear it, like, cracking.
2: <laughs> haunted
3: chair is another thing we took from the streets.
2: Uh, but, no, I I thought every segment tonight moved something forward. There was no something notable coming out of every segment. Uh, I thought it was a very solid show.
3: Yeah, I, I really like the show, and I'm looking forward to this two-night takeover, um, which, I mean, we did a watch-along for AEW Revolution. You're going to be doing a watch along for Fastlane. I think we're going to be doing one for what we got. Are we going to do it for both nights? Watch alongs for both of these nights. Or we'll just, talk about it. Yeah, Let's that's a lot. Out. That's yeah. a lot. But maybe night two for sure. But f- maybe not the USA one, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, going forward, this looks great. And it's it's WrestleMania season, but they're pushing towards takeover. And the last takeover delivered. Um if you, if you want to come, I, I know this is, we, we like all wrestling here. Um, and we, we talk about AEW on BD Elite, but realistically, the last takeover blew AEW revolution like out of the water. And yeah, there's no bones about it. So I'm excited for, they called stand, what is it? Stand up and deliver sign sealed delivered. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's cause they do. And that's why they yeah. called it that. So I'm, I'm super excited as a wrestling fan. Um, Oh, yeah. just I know we've gone a bit longer today. We've we've it's like an older
2: show. We've gone our, on our tangents a lot. Yeah. Um. But that's okay. One thing I I did want to say is we're watching kind of was next right now on the Patreon where we go back in time. But even just network era NXT, what I used to like about it was you don't see every character every single week. Mm-hmm. And now you've introduced those women's tags. You've got the biggest. Performance center class you've ever had. I NXT's got a pretty big roster now. It's got a it's got like a Raw and SmackDown size roster now. It feels, and I think it would be beneficial for them to rest people some weeks. You don't need Finn on every single week. You don't need Gargano on every single week. You can have weeks that focus on your tag division a bit more. You can have weeks that focus on the North American scene a bit more. Um, and I feel maybe if it's still up in the air with the move, I believe, but if they do move nights, they might have a bit more faith in themselves to not feel like they need to load it with their stars and try and go back to more their formula before. Um, not saying never have any stars on your show, but I think you've got enough talent there where you can rotate it a lot, which always used to keep NXT fresh. And I think that's been the criticism
3: of over the last year of how stale it seems. Cause you've got all these same characters yeah, definitely. There was a lot of characters we didn't see. I mean, tonight was a stacked show with three tonight was stacked. title matches. But realistically, like, yeah, there's characters that we don't see a Put lot. But the
2: idea now that you essentially have a roster big enough that you're going to have two nights of takeover. And sure, we're talking about certain people that might do double duty. But in general, you're you're looking to fill two cards. And I they've certainly got the talent for it now.
3: Yeah, I'd say... Um, I'm excited. I, I, I think they're doing a good job lately. I, I'm, I'm happy in the direction they're going. That's what we thought of NXT from March 10th, 2021. Let's see what you thought. Forum.postwrestling.com every Wednesday night on the Post Wrestling Forum. We'll read your comments or questions. And I'm going to start with Professor who writes in, I hate everything about the Zaya story. I didn't like it at the start. I, I like it less now. The base idea of Zaya loses a lot, goes away trains and comes back a killer and wins is solid, but the execution is sucked. She survived the torture dungeon to win a few jobber matches, but she really isn't all that different in the ring. Add in Bo who just stands there and chair lady who just sits in a chair. It is way beyond time that the story advances to the next phase, but I am not looking forward to it. I fear it will be a little too much spooky nonsense (laughs) for my liking.
2: I mean, that's fair. That's fair. We've seen what's happened with the fiend. Like I, I can understand your concerns, and it didn't really work for me this week.
3: It didn't this week. This this pulled the past few weeks since Casey and Caden got their noses involved in this story is when it's, it pulled the curtain back adds, of that. Yeah. yeah, but I do
2: think her style has she's looked more aggressive with her kicks and stuff in the in the squash matches
3: she's had. Uh, but I, I will say, uh, prof, was it Professor? You don't come on this show with Zaylee slander and <laughs> just talking mean about our queen. We still need the t shirts. How does Adam Cole get in three new ones? I know. He wears his old one on the show tonight, but Zaya Lee doesn't even get a new, a yeah. new shirt. Yeah. Justice for Zaya. Justice for Zaya. We go to mystery. Hiya. Eo Shirai
2: rules. She finally beat Tony Storm and clean in the middle of the ring via submission. Thoughts and prayers goes towards Dakota and Raquel's title reign. It lasted approximately 57 minutes. <laughs> also, not a fan of the way likely getting the next tag title shot. Especially with as green as Indy is, which is outstandingly green. EO just waltzing up to Raquel and throwing down the challenge is why I love EO as champion. MSK and Brizango hoodwinking MSK and, and, sorry, GYD and Legado ruled. Speaking of Legado, I hope Escobar wins the eventual match between him and Devlin. WWE just needs to get rid of Devlin. Sort of surprised Bala retained, but I also hope to God he retains against Cross. And here I thought they were gonna keep Cross out of the title picture for a while considering how not over he was as a heel. Question of the week. Did you guys see the Instagram stories that Robert Stone shared this weekend? It showed Io, Zaya, and Sari working out at his new gym he opened. Along with playing with his kids, it was
3: heartwarming. Oh,
2: that sounds great. I did not. No. Know. Shout out Robert Stone. The new Robert Stone brand, EO, Zyre
3: and Sari. Maybe. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. You think EO would wear the loafers like him? The socks. She'd pull it off. Yeah, better than him. No, I think he looks good in it. I, I changed my my tune of it now. I think he looks good. I think him and it Breeze. It works for some people. And you're in Florida. But just yeah. wear ankle socks. I don't mind a little bit of heel showing. I just... Don't want you to have sweaty feet in leather. That's gross. Same with people who wear socks and sandals. Yes. I just I, I I'm sorry. I know I got I got in crazy Twitter heat from saying this like maybe a year or two ago. I'll reiterate it right now. J- just don't wear No, that's completely wrong. Don't wear open toe like sandals and stuff in public unless you live like near the beach. Yeah, flip-flops are fine. Flip-flops are fine. And
2: stuff, but don't wear socks with them.
3: Yeah. Bizarre. I, it's weird. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. I know some some Aussies like. I, well, I, I, no. I'm sorry. Well, they're wrong. Wear flip flops. Don't. Dickie wear- bird. We're talking to you. <laughs> just like that's why Robert Stone and Tyler Breeze are wearing no socks with their loafers. They're not wearing sandals. Like when when Riddle comes in, he's wearing flip flops. He he takes them off. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't like feet. <laughs> the opposite of Tarantino. Let's go. To Charbel... The Chosen One. Finally, has come back to the Up Next universe. Welcome back. He says he's so mad that Raquel and Dakota lost. Maybe Dakota next time should wear pants. What? Oh, because he loves pants and wrestling. I think so. I'm a little lost. It's been a while. Yeah. Long time, first time. (laughs) He continues. I have to say, I hope LA Knight can back it up in the ring because I see so much in him. My favorite has always been Edge, Christian, and Jericho, and there's something there with LA Knight, I'm sure. WWE management needs to press on the pedal for Zia Lee. Why isn't she destroying Carter? It would be like if Brock would sell to Zack Ryder with a kendo stick. It doesn't make sense. And I'm finishing with Finn is lit, Cole is lit, Kyle is lit, Devlin is shit. Miss you both so much. Thanks for everything. You helped me so much to keep it together for one year during this shit (sighs) era. Please never stop doing what you do. Hey, thank you, Charbel, the chosen one. We miss you too, buddy. We thank you. Can't wait to chat with him this weekend. We're chatting about the Spider-Verse with Charbel this week. Can't wait. That's such a great movie. I can't wait to smoke a bones before that.
2: We go to... Frank Fire Frank, who says really frenetic pace tonight, which I liked starting right off with the big announcements with so little time left till takeover. I can understand why they had Raquel and Dakota immediately lose those new titles as it sets up the Raquel EO match we've been hoping for and happy for Shotzi. Shout out. Good match to better than the Vengeance Day match. Perhaps EO finally gets that win back in a decent match. Liked the finisher. Atlas and Dunn had a really good little match there as well. The MSK, GYV, Legado, Brizango stuff was a nice blending of feuds in one quick but effective segment. Hopefully MSK will be ready to get that title shot at TakeOver... Main event was good. Would have preferred Cole to win, but not surprised they're going to Balor versus Cross now. Hopefully Cross will finally stand up and deliver in this match. Shout out Emo Kyle and the Ruthless beatdown. <laughs> eight <laughs> Gilberg sparklers out of ten.
3: Emo, Emo he's Kyle. He's not cool Kyle. He's Emo, Emo Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> because he's... Obs- I don't know. Metallica shirt, though, it's not super... If it was a Linkin Park shirt, maybe uh, Nine Inch Nails, Placebo.
2: But he's... That's what I said. He's come back after the summer holidays he hasn't listened to these bands yet he's just like oh yeah okay
3: that one that no look, i trust kyle's music. can it got canadian rock I, that's what i'm saying he they're working on his theme his theme's got to be like banging it's got to have crazy guitars bare naked ladies bnl <laughs> 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 no he <laughs> take over
2: main event if i had a million dollars i would he can't really it. air guitar to it but lose he'll it. find a way first concert he's emo ever. kyle
3: First concert, Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. They were lit. Massey Hall. It was sick. It was sick. <laughs> it was sick. Uh, we go- you can tell I've lived here almost five
2: years now. <laughs> you love Bare Naked Ladies?
3: Yeah. As soon as you start calling a fucking sharpshooter a sharpshooter, then we, we can talk. But you you always agonize me when you call it a scorpion death thing. It depends who's delivering it. Right. Yeah. It's true. It's true. What do you think about... I going to start quizzing you on... Canadiana stuff, proving that you're Canadian. What do you think of Shania Twain? She's great. She's on TikTok now. Oh! it's great. We should finish the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> Alex K. from Toronto writes in, This episode of NXT seemed to fly by and keep me entertained. A little confused why they gave the women's titles to K- Gonzalez and Kai, only to take it off them on their first defense. Guess the Gargano curse knows no gender. I was worried... That two nights of takeover would result in filler matches and backstage segments, but they seem to put a lot into these feuds in motion. Glad we're finally going to see Devlin versus Escobar as both have run out of credible challengers, and it's about time there was one champion. Hope this means that we'll eventually get Kaylee Ray versus E.O. Can't wait for next week, Love the Batman and Robin review, and I can't be the only one who's going to start insulting people by calling them out for their mediocre abdominal section. <laughs> yeah, that's what Loomis is called theory. We go to Magan who says there are a lot
2: of moving pieces tonight. Takeover getting split into two nights has me daydreaming of possible matchups to fill up both nights. Didn't see uh Kai and Gonzalez losing the newly created titles the same night they've awarded them. Not a slight on Ember and Shotzi one Iota, who I also adore. I also think there's a lot left in the tank for them as a tag team. The split needs to be worth saving. It was a very good performance from all involved. Shirai and Storm had a good match. EO challenging Raquel, and I'm sure she's going to have a ball elevating her. Nice CMSK return with the bait and switch. Escobar is the real Cruiserweight champion. Devlin can kick rocks. I love that saying. Pseudo-Canadian tux Kyle O'Reilly was a mood. Cole Baller ruled once again, and Karrion Cross staring down the prince had me on edge.
3: What a show. WrestleMania week feels complete again. Yeah, we got TakeOver WrestleMania week. Can't wait. Give me the green line. We go to Matthew from Down Under. Long-time listener. First-time feedback giver. Oh! Long-time first-time! Long-time first-time. Hey, Matthew from Down Under. He says, My biggest thought of tonight's is that it seems like they're significantly trying to separate NXT and WWE with these women's tag titles. I feel like they see more value in having it trade between NXT and NXT UK talent. As well as other localized NXT talents, I feel like NXT Evolve will be their heat velocity. With this, I feel like your champions can feel more special. Not appearing every week on the main show, not saying more titles is the answer, definitely not. But I feel like that if anyone can do it right, NXT can. So, yeah, I feel like everyone's in the same page. We're going to give the women's title tag titles a, a shot. I think it makes sense. It's It's in a... I didn't think it was a great start, but I
2: definitely <coughs> think they've got such a stacked division. Yeah. Um. And I trust you're going to have takeovers, like bangers of women's tag matches.
3: Yeah. So, Uh. yeah. And hey, thanks for the feedback and thanks for listening, guys. And I see one last bit here from Jordan Beatwell, who says, good review. When's up next? Mania. We'll let you know very soon, Jordan. We'll let you know. And all of you. Well, if you're a patron, we will be doing a on the Saturday of WrestleMania. If all patrons and I, and you, we're going to do a, a Zoom hangout, a party. We did one for SummerSlam. We're doing a tailgate for anyone who's not going to Mania. It's not in Florida. It's going to Mania. We're going to be doing a tailgate via Zoom. We're hoping one last ride in the BDE MSG. This is true because we're moving, folks. Come May first, yeah. The BDE moves. So uh, join Patreon and help us move. One last virtual (laughs) party outside, yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And speaking of people who help us move, we need to give out some thank yous. We've not done this for a while. Thank you to our patrons who keep us afloat and able to produce this show for free every single week. So I'd like to start by giving a shout
3: out to David M., Yes, David M. Thank you. And shout out Maddie B. Maddie B. Always in the Twitch streams. Always in the Twitch streams. A
2: big shout out to Corey Starkey. Thank you very much for your patronage. Shout out to C.H. Just C.H. Just C.H. Just C-H. C.H. Thank you very much. A big, big thank you. And a shout
3: out to Clark Ma. Hey, thank you, Clark. Shout out just to Thomas. Just Thomas. Not the Tank Engine. Not Rob Thomas. Just Thomas. A big thank you to Chris Hater. Shout out to Faulty Rob. A big shout out to not MJF, but MCF. Oh, mm. thank you. Nice. And shout out to Sean Meekan. Yeah, thank I've you. I've done you, one Sean. of them for a while. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You guys are some patrons, and you help uh move move us along here. You guys help us do what we love to do, and that's podcasts and do all these shows. Again, only $5 a month. North American Tier gets you access to all the past shows we've done, all the best matches ever, PWG, Never Wait, Open, title Wait, all those stuff. And the show's coming up, like we mentioned, a Leprechaun review for St. Patrick's Day, all the stuff. Patreon.com slash upnext. Go check us out and help us out. And, uh, you know, com slash upnext for those hoodies and t-shirts and stuff that we do that helps support us as well and uh, yeah we appreciate it absolutely we really do thank you so much guys all the podcasts all the stuff and with again Wrestlemania season coming around here uh, we can't wait to do stuff if we can't do it in person we'll do it virtually over Zoom and and Twitch and all that stuff so we appreciate you guys uh, listening and hope you're well wherever you may be and at Up Next Podcast Twitter, Instagram for updates on all the stuff we do and everything and I myself Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the BrayD. And you can find me at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And what took you so long? Ahoy!
1: America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.